have a heart attack. Let's go. Boom, hit the Here we are, back again at the barbershop, playersvoice.com, holiday time. This, no, 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 this isn't no holiday series. This is what we call, uh, this is the apocalyptic show, because we're in here with a dirty bomb. Now continue. My man, Angry TJ, that's the angry, that's the mad uh, host here in the background. I'm Mark Gray, a uh, little under the weather. Little under the weather. Why don't you just tell the fans what you put in the other shop, the other barbers, through? No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in here under DEFCON 8 and strep, and strep throat. Strep throat, and I'm still going. <laughs> Drinking soup as we talk. Uh, TJ's in the building. DJ, what's up, brother? What's going on? A1. A1 yo, 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 man, what's guys, up? Glad to be here. How was your exchange when you guys walked in the door today, man? It was good. It's good, man. Okay. Did you look at me now? Yeah, man. I'm, a, I'm, from, I'm from the city, man. Okay. We root the whole team. Okay. Root the home team. Oh, really? Right Interesting. Never heard that one yeah. before. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, the sad news that we all knew was going to happen. One of the sad news that we all knew was going to happen one of these days. Uh, it was inevitable, but Father Time has claimed another one, and Kobe Bryant has... Uh, Said it's time to hang it up. Well, not really surprising, but um, I guess it's time. I don't even know where to start other than to say I think it's a sad day, and, I, and I'm almost positive that's the end of an era of a type of player. I, I mean, uh, I was had the discussion, and the only person I can even see close to having that killer sort of thing would be Westbrook. Um, you see anything else different, DJ? Anything, anybody you see that might have a glimpse of, of picking up that, that mantle, that – Filling that void, um, that villain, killing assassin—you know, all guns blazing type of guy. Nah, not really. I mean, guys, got guys, kind of, you know, like I think KD plays the most like him as far as skill wise. Um, you know, KD always working on his game, working on his moves, footwork, mid range shots, mm-hmm. and fadeaways and stuff like that. Westbrook plays different, but as far as the the just the killer, you know, I don't care attitude, right? Um, that you're talking about, um, I guess Westbrook would be the closest to that. You got any? Um, I know you. I mean, let's see how we could phrase this here. And you, were you were you a Kobe? Because Kobe's, I guess, three years ahead of us, correct? We're um, 96, 90. You came. Well, I'll say you're 98, so two yeah. years ahead of you. Yeah. Um, first time playing Kobe, did it mean anything to you? No, because at at that time, um, like I say, he he wasn't that far ahead of me. He wasn't quite who. Who he he was yet? Who right. he was going to become an NBA yet? I thought I was, you know, I looked at Kobe like, man, shoot, I'm taller than him. I shoot better than him. I dribble better than him. I can be, you know, just as good as he is. But you know, oh, he just kept getting better and better every year, every year. The next thing I know, I'm like, um, Mike, <laughs> Mike, he's knocking on that door, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. in which I, I never thought, you know, that would happen because Kobe wasn't the, you know, fastest, the strongest, didn't shoot the best, dribble the best, pass the best. He just kind of just got better and better and worked on everything. You have that picture at your house, with, and there's actually one right there with, with you guarding Kobe. When when you're on the wing and it's a guy like that, and you and you chest to chest with a guy like that, what what's going through your head? Is it any different, or did you say this is Kobe, or not really? Just you know the guy you're guarding at that second. Well, well, a guy like Kobe, um, you you game plan for that, and and you practice you know for a few days on the plays they run. On the shots he liked to take, and me personally, I've I've always thought I played Kobe pretty well because of my size and, and length, and just being such a fan of his, I I studied you know the things that he he did, 
And I tried to, you know, stay on, stay on my feet, not go for his pump face and just keep him in front of me. So for me, I mean, I love watching him. You know, he's probably, you know, my second favorite player ever. But for me, I got him pretty well. TJ, what say you about the Kobe Bryant farewell tour that's about to take place? Um, I think I had a conversation with DeMar early on in the year. Well, no, probably like a week ago, maybe two weeks, maybe a week ago. And I was saying how this Kobe demise was like getting pretty tragic. And, you know, his, you know, he kind of thought maybe, which a lot of people have said is that on a better team, maybe it wouldn't be as bad. Maybe Kobe could still survive. But I think what was unbeknownst to all of us is internally, physically, how Kobe was feeling. And, and yeah, we could see that he didn't have the same lift. But to say that he didn't have the same lift doesn't mean that it was hurting him to get up off the floor, as as he's talked about so much. And I think more than anything, not the erosion of skill, but how he describes having to well, – or what he has to endure to get back on the floor on a night-in, night-out basis – and and saying that you know my mind can, can still go, my heart's still good, and you know still in it for the for the long haul, but my body just can't go. I think was really a shocking part of it because Kobe Bryant hadn't played basketball in two years, so you would think that maybe he could be healed up from the Achilles. Then there was the knee fracture, and then our latest injury was the uh, rotator cuff or something of that nature nature of the shoulder. But to hear him say that my body can't go anymore, yeah, th- that that was shocking to me. Uh, I, and then I know Kobe's prideful, and I always thought in the back of my mind that maybe he would right this ship just a little bit. Um, it would be really hard to climb out the hole he's in statistically, but maybe still right this ship just a little bit uh, and finish out this season maybe on the upswing and maybe give hope to next year, as we kind of alluded to in the early portion of our NBA uh, segment, that maybe, you know, Maybe the Knicks are in his future. Maybe, you know, a little a little farewell tour or maybe an overseas tour. But as it currently stands, to see him say, you know, my body's breaking down, uh, that was sad. Uh, as far as players of his of his ilk, there are none. There are none. Those guys are gone. Um, now, the, the, as, now it's the era of the nice guys finish first, and Steph Curry is the lead horse by uh, 17 uh, furlongs, and no one's catching him for that. So I, I think that he, he was the last of the era of I don't like guys, I don't shake hands, I'm coming out here to, to rip your heart out, and I don't hang out. You know, Kobe Bryant's not a guy that he doesn't hang with that crew of Dwayne Wade and LeBron. Kobe's Kobe. With, have you heard of him hanging with anybody? No. No. <laughs> right. not, a, not on a consistent basis. Right, There's right. guys who've been teammates with him who's, you know, hung out with him, but not just on a consistent basis. And especially. it's generally normally like a random guy, like. Carry off or whatever, like it's not yeah. like the other star player or anything of the sort. Right. That's um, it, it is sad, and um, uh, he's it's it's crazy the amount of hate that he's garnered over the years, but um, the respect is is, is amazing, and it, it it's a sad day in basketball, and I don't think he he, as Kevin Durant said, he's our he's our Jordan, and, I, and he was talking about his KD younger Jordan, than us, yeah. so um, yeah, and that's that is true, you know, he's a he's a whole generation's um Jordan. And you know that's it. It is. It's um. It's a great career, man. It's a great career. Great no, feat. Let, let it be known. Top, I'd say a top five player in the history of the NBA. Um, top two scoring guard, wing player to ever play the game. Um, and he forever changed the game from the two guard position as to adding the range in which he shot the basketball with mm-hmm. at his height. 
mm-hmm. um, and, the, and the difficulty of shots. And, they, you know, he took what Mike had and he and he added some more pieces to it. It's like watching RoboCop 1, he saw part 2, and then in part 5 he's got wings on, he's flying around the city of Detroit. Like, you know, Kobe, he was always adding portions to his game. And I think that's what, when even when you hated him and, and, you, and you didn't like him, the next year you started liking him more because you'd go, wow. Did you see what he just added to his game? Mm-hmm. Oh, now. So now he's doing the dirk off the one leg and all those things, and it just made you respect him because you knew that when you weren't watching him and when no one was watching him, he was out there perfecting his craft. The, the one story that always jumped out to me was, well, first of all, he was the first one to go do the whole holla at Akeem in the offseason thing, as, especially as a, yeah. as a guard to work on his footwork. And I remember when the first year when they all went over, <laughs> big difference. So the first year when they do the dream team thing, Kobe's not over there. It's Iverson and the young boys. And what do the kids pick up from Iverson? Melo, Brian, they all miss practice, come out from the practice late, <laughs> hanging out with Iverson, they miss it. You know what I mean? Maybe it is what it is, whatever. It's just funny now. But then um, the next time they go out there and with Kobe, and Melo says, you know, you just learn a whole lot in terms of, like, first person in the gym, mm-hmm. don't do this, learn eating habits, learn this habits, learn that habits. And LeBron and Wade and uh, Melo, and they all said they were like sponges to that dude and just realized what it takes to be that great and um you know that that that's 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 awesome that really is that really is awesome um was there any other basketball news how much for oh, one last question uh season high this year for Kobe we're going to see a 30 point game 40 point game yeah, 50 we'll point game 30 we'll see a 30 yeah. i don't think i don't think i mean i don't think he can endure the minutes that it would take to score 50 i mean he could 40? get a 40 i mean high 30s 40 you know somewhere but a 50 Nah, man. Yeah, that, I see thirties. Yeah, somewhere, 30s? somewhere, 30s. somewhere, thirties, early, uh, somewhere, mid, mid, early thirties. Yeah. All it takes is one game. I didn't say <laughs> average. No, no, no. It's, it's I mean, just, it's, it's just be... that team he's on. Yeah. It's, it's tough, like man. I don't. I, I feel like what TJ said earlier. We talked about if he <clears throat> if he played on a better team and where they had other players that you know can can create for themselves or create for other people or that people respect it at all, then he wouldn't be asked to do as much. He can get his shots off. He's just taking bad, bad shots, and they're, they they get down so early. And he still draw double teams, and there's really no spacing. I don't, they're not running anything, and there's really nobody to, to pass the ball to and nobody to get him shots in good, in good, you know, in good positions to, to take good shots. I was talking to another friend of mine, um, a Laker friend, a Laker fan, and um, and I was saying that the when the Lakers – Declined when they went with Phil. When they went with D'Antonio with Phil Jackson, that's gonna go down with TJ. You'll, you'll understand this. That's gonna go down as the Bambino curse right there. No, absolutely, I, dude. I think that's gonna be the trickle down effect. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the, thirty years from you know from now we're looking back at the Lakers franchise completely shifted off of that one thing because I, I think Kobe's career that year, the first year when he tore his Achilles, when this dude was playing, you know, hell, back to back forty minute games and and literally just trying to carry that team. So the eighth seed, and everything would never, and it's like nothing will ever be the same I, after that. You know, I think the, 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 when they brought in D'Antoni, the, the Dwight Howard thing was a complete failure. Pal Gasol, everything just went went to hell in a handbasket real quick. And I think that you'll look back and be like, that that's that's when it all well ended. MG to to piggyback on it, but also add, I think that it really comes down to the owners, the Bus family. Um, I think that. How they have how they have allowed Kobe to to enter the twilight of his career without the necessary support, 
Not any support. Without Get necessary. Any, any support, um, um, that's something that for every superstar to look at because, well, let's just be honest, the team that plays in that same building probably has uh, – definitely has a brighter future in younger pieces. Blake Griffin's still young. DeAndre's still young. The best player on the Lakers might not even be the eighth man on the Clippers. Yeah. You know, you still got guys <laughs> like – Like literally. You still got guys like Josh, Lance Stevenson – all those guys are still there, so let's you know it's going to come a time where CP3 is going to be on the on the tail end of his career, and and, and quietly as it's kept, there are a lot of guys that would like to play in in Clipperland when CP leaves because mm-hmm. they see him as a ball dominating point guard, and you know he could be holding back a couple things. In, in all honesty, but that's for another show. But I'm just saying, where do the Lakers go from here? Who do you go get? Who do you lure? Saying that hey, our coach is Byron Scott. Here's my thing. If you're KD, right, which is the biggest name out there, why, would you leave OKC to go to L.A.? I'd leave to go to Clippers. In a heartbeat, I'd leave I to would, go to Clippers. I, w- I would leave to go to L.A. too. To go to the Lakers? Yeah. You go to Lakers over the Clippers? D? Um, it dep- well, I would have to bring somebody in with me. But, to the Lakers. But the, the Clippers, I mean, they're, 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 they've been doing better of late, but they are losing franchise. But l- let's say this. Let's say Cl- you're KD. Clippers, in order to make it work, because they want to, because they want to make sure you're a max guy, they pull a sign and trade, and send Chris Paul. Just this, this is just pie in the sky. They send Chris Paul to OKC for KD. If you're KD, would you be happy to come to to be in 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 uh with the Clippers? You got you got a rebounder in DeAndre who doesn't mm-hmm. eat much. Mm-hmm. Blake, who is a guy that can take the weight off you but doesn't clog up. Gives you your room that you need on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And I don't – hell, I could be the point guard. Here, here's, <laughs> here's my thought process when I look at that. I'm thinking, like, if I'm KD, right, I got – I've already been, what's probably about seventh year, fifth, sixth, seventh year, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Not sure. Um, if he wins one title in OKC, he's set. He's good to go forever. You know what I mean? If he wins two, amazing. You go to L.A. and you win three titles, that doesn't even rank you in the top five Lakers. You know what I mean? And it's like win one with you the Clippers. Win, win, you win, no, that, that's true. <laughs> but you win yeah. one with the Lakers, and it's just like they're not. If you want it, let's just throw a year out there in 2017, and then you don't win in 2018, 2019. It's very much a what, what, what have you done for us lately sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like if, if, let's just say insert player name here. It doesn't matter. If you go to the Lakers as a star player and you're there for six years and it's your team and you won one ring, they almost look at you as a failure. You, you know what I mean? Following in those footsteps, and it's just like. I don't. Whereas though you can do the Kim Olajuwon thing, and Kim Olajuwon brought two 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 titles to Houston, and he owns Houston. You know what I mean? You're doing two titles to to the team like the Lakers, and you're on the also run list with names like you know you got Magic, Shaq, and those guys winning Magic winning five worthy. Oh, so that's to me is just like I'm not really sure why. If you know it's something that I w- I would think about if I'm somebody like that. I mean it's bright lights, big pressure, and, and a lot comes with that. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. But at the same time, I mean, he he's already in the Hall of Fame in in Oklahoma in OKC. And, right, um, right, right. He wants to be he wants to be mentioned with them guys when when it comes to the rings because the Lakers has a winning organization. They're and lately they can't be spoiled because lately they haven't done anything. Oh, they, they haven't won anything. The Knicks fans are spoiled. They won anything. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I don't know how spoiled the Knicks fans are because they definitely ha- haven't won anything right, for a very right. long time. But I mean, and they're riding mellow like it's no tomorrow about where's the you know why mellow not bringing them anything. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, but I mean, same with Patrick Young. I mean, but oh yeah, you still gotta, you still, they still gotta get players mm-hmm. in, in there to to to. If you're winning, if you're a winning organization, you bring in good players. Yeah. Katie goes there. I'm pretty sure other guys will go there. Katie just need, he just need to win a championship. Is he gonna be able to do it in OKC? I'm not sure. That's really uh, interesting. That whole KD thing, what's going to happen? That being said, man, uh, we, I mean, we could probably do this weekly check in, but 72 looks real doable. Yeah, I was going. I was going to ask. Um, when 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 uh, 82 looks real doable right about right, now. Right, right. Like, them dudes is just moving, bro. When when, when do we think they're going to lose? They got a long road. They trip got a long road. If they lose something, it'll be on this roadie. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I still it, felt like they wasn't they wasn't even panicking. Like they they the bench was I mean the bench was in the game, and um and and Utah made a little run. They go up three points. Steph Curry comes right in the game, in transition, and just pulls up a three out of nowhere, fresh off the bench for seven minutes, tie the game. DJ, like, they wasn't nervous at all. You know, um, something I was looking at is that, um, the the the. The the way that they're going to the teams that that are going, that are going to give um, the Golden State Warriors complications are the teams that are like Utah and that are like San Antonio that are big teams that can slow their pace down just a, just a little bit mm-hmm. and make them play a little deeper into the shot clock. Because mm-hmm. um, what I saw in Utah is that while Draymond Green had a a, a great night statistically, I had him in Fanduel one fifty bucks. Hello, get him. Yep. He had a great night. He had another twenty. He was a, a rebound and an assist. I think I think it was twenty nine and now twenty eight nine something like that. Twenty eight. Three dollar league, huh? What? How much was the league? One buck. Good stuff. Yeah. So, um, but defending that, if you have a skilled guy like Bogut can defend, you know, pretty much a Gobert. But could Bogut defend Tim Duncan? And then you put Draymond Green on a Lamarcus Aldridge, and you have to play that game. So what? What Utah did. And I think that's a formula because you can't play them. You can't play small ball with them. It's impossible. And I think Utah, I think that's where they failed late is that they, they got nervous. Steph comes in, he not, and then they go away. All right, we got to go small ball. Stick to the guns. Try to get Draymond off the floor. Foul trouble game, you play with them. But playing their game, you'll never win because Steph Curry can legitimately and literally take and make any freaking shot he wants to. It's hard not to play that game. Well, first of all, they're good defensively. I agree. And, and then when when you got Steph coming off of a screen, you almost have to double him. So as soon as you no. double him, now you got Draymond Green wide open. Okay, you pass to him. Do you rotate? Rotate. All right, there's Clay. Don't rotate. He's going to shoot it or he's going to drive and throw a lob. And he's shooting a real good percentage too. Yeah. So just just off just off Steph and Curry running off the screen and roll just opens up the whole rest of the offense for everyone else. Yeah. So you see, yes or no? If you had to say today, seventy-two. I'm gonna just say, uh, me being a Bulls fan and knowing the length of the season, that no, I, I think it'll be close. Um, but we're already starting to see a little bit of injury, and 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 one thing they had the 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 best luck of, well, maybe not luck, maybe it's how Kerr managed their minutes. I don't know, but they were they were an extremely healthy team last year. Um, so on that on the nights where you know, maybe you give Steph a rest, and then you gotta put into the into the factor pool of 
how important will that 72 be when the game start winding down to how important it is to get rest for those guys? So that's why I say no. I'm, I'm on a side on rest and that they, they win about 60, 65, 67, 68 games, somewhere in that. How many did they win last year? 67. Yeah. yeah I'm going to stay, stay right in line. What, what do you say, DJ? Well, if, they, if, they, if they're going out there trying to get it. Right. That's, that's to me, is going to be the key thing. I really, I really do not see 10 losses right. for this team. Um, maybe they'll lose, you know, in, in in San Antonio, in OKC. Maybe they get lose once or twice to the Clippers or something like that. I don't see ten. Maybe they lose to Cleveland in Cleveland. I, I guess but the I just question don't see becomes: when you're up, and when we get down to uh, April, and you're eight games up, nine games up, yeah, are you going for seventy two or are you? Maybe they'll be more I than eight, nine are. games. Out of the, I mean, yeah. I think I think I think I think they go for it. But is it? But do you go? For, so here's you saying go for it. But does that mean we're going for it? Steph Curry gonna going to play thirty minutes, or we're going forward like, hey, all right, we're sitting Steph, but we're still going to roll out four other guys plus Leandro well, if, Barbosa. If, if, these guys are young, man. It's not an old team. Sitting down, Steph. If Steph's not playing, then you're not going for it. Like, no. Okay. I mean, no, no, I'm not, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying not playing. I'm not saying he's not going to play. I'm saying, are you going to push him to go for it? Because one thing, it won't be. It won't be as smooth early. It won't be as smooth late as it is early. Yeah. Right now, it won't be. It, it'll be ratcheted up that second half of the year. Maybe. I mean, because – I mean, just the NBA season works hurt. that way. Just like, just like they'll be more tired, so would other teams. No, no, no. I'm not saying more tired. I'm saying ratcheted up as far as intensity, as far as early on right now, yeah, guys are gunning for them, but that's the first half of the season. Who really gives a damn? But I feel like they that, that team, they're getting everybody's best shot. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe everybody playing against each other, you, you know, it's, it's early in the season. They're just kind of seeing how – how the offense flows, how guys playing together on that's on new teams. But when they go play the Warriors, they know what stays they're on and they and they coming after them and the Warriors are answering. That they are. That they, and, and the thing is, is the best part about this is that they're fun to watch. Yeah. The, absolutely. They're, they're, they're fun to watch. That's that's the best part about all of this is that they're they're exciting to watch. And I actually would maybe in your own reason, but I wish that they would come out and be like, make no mistakes about it. We won seventy two. Yeah, I you know, I like Steph Collins. I'm playing eighty two games. Mm-hmm. I, I want to win 72 games. I want to win everything. You know, I mean, like, just come on. That's something like Kobe would say, you know, like, I want to win every game. Yeah, I don't feel like he, he has he has to do that. I mean, I think he does enough embarrassing the league on the court, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> right, know, no I point mean, of coming out like that and give, give yourself more of a target. It's so different from the league that we grew up as kids watching. Like, this this whole resting and coasting and mm-hmm. chilling is just such a new thing. Like, you know, that, that Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen was never like, uh, taking off the second, like that never happened. You, right. you know what I mean? And there was no game that you took for that they took for granted either. Like, right. and so to me, it's like I wish somebody would come and just be like, "I'm going to work every day. That's what I do. It's what everybody else in America does. You go to work every day. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And I, I plan on playing 82 games. And I don't come here. To, like, I mean, who's the first person to come out and just be like, "I'm not going to be sitting on a suit and I'm perfectly healthy to be sitting on a bench." Like, if my teammates are playing, I'm playing. Play, well, I'm the playing. thing with that is, you know, it started from. You know, Pop, who's a winning coach, great coach, and you know, resting forty-year-old guys. Yeah, rest. I mean, but he also rests Kawhi Leonard. He rests Tony Parker. He he wants his guys to be healthy for when it counts because that organization became, you know, you know, to a point where it's all about winning championships. It's not Mm -hmm. just about making it to the playoffs. So long as he got his guys healthy for the playoffs, that's that's what matters to them. And and I and you know what I think that has also shifted in the NBA. I think that now we place so much on the championship, and it's almost like what you do in the regular season doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's no, it's no longer about 
Exactly. You know, back in the day, it was like you get 51 seasons. That meant something. Now it's like all anybody wants to hear about is what did you do? Like, did you win a title or not? Period. Exactly. You know, so. All right, we can go into the uh, NFL shift in there. Start off right there on Thursday. And let me tell you one thing. I, the opportunity of this season, the way this weekend, excuse me, the way the games broke down with the th- with the two games, three what games on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, A1, what were the records this week? DJ went 10-6. and six. <clears throat> DJ went 9-7. and seven, And you went 8-8. Eight and eight. And so uh, how close does that put me so, on so what is that now? to Big Brown? Uh, TJ is one in one oh seven and sixty nine. Uh, DJ is one oh six and seventy, and Mark has a three point lead over DJ at one ten three game with at one ten and sixty six. That's crazy that we picked a hundred and sixty something games and all completely decided by three games. I feel like last week. Wait a minute, I'm tied with DJ. Or I'm ahead of DJ. That's what I'm saying. You're up by one. But last okay. week I was one game ahead of you. Yeah, you you went in one more game to me this week, Shatias. No, you said you won two more. Games. I won no, two. You guys were tied last week. We were tied last week. Okay. He won, he okay. Won 10, he won eight. Okay. I thought I thought and, I was one I told, up. I told you what game it was going to be. I thought I was one up last week. I told you what game it was going to be. But how crazy is that? That you said we could pick 160 games and be within two or three games of each other. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Um, Stop listening to my picks. But yeah, as I like I said, getting to watch the NFC East is just like whereas though normally we say Redskins fans are delusional, which they are. But if you watch all these games, do we watch oh, oh, all wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. A1. Did you say RG3? Play that beat. <laughs> Play that beat for me, A1. Bold prediction. Washington Redskins. No, Robert Griffin. No, Robert Washington Griffin. Redskins will win the NFC East, make the playoffs. Play that beat for me, A1. Play that beat for me, A1. And I'm still not even ready to say yeah, that. Yeah, we got weeks You still got go, weeks like, to go. I mean, yeah. anything can happen. Dude, you guys yeah, couldn't beat. You guys let Kirk cut. We'll but, talk about that. But the, go ahead. the point is, go, go, is go. that. When you look That's at right, it, gloat, hey, what, what, what you risk can honestly sweatshirt. say, like, the Redskins are the least bad team. He, he, like, he, he, like, he did just say Redskins win the NFC East. He didn't yeah. have to predicate it on RG3 winning. Thank you. But um, you said RG3 leads them. That's no, what you said. Well, I'm going to go Thank find you. the tape and listen to it. That was DJ, actually. Thank you. But the, but, but the point <laughs> is, like, I don't ever remember a division just looking like the the Cowboys, no side, no side the Cowboys and Eagles went out there and just embarrassed the division like on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm watching the, the Eagles like you really just grabbed the guy like you ever played corner before? No, give it a shot on Cal one on one and just kept going with it like I mean kept doing it to the dude to the point at halftime Bradshaw and the guy and the captain was like that's not right like that's not how that's not what you do to people. You don't just say, he was like, that's not fair. Like, you just got this kid out there by himself. Maxwell was over there like, I'm so happy they paid me $60 million to do nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just ever. unreal. You got a guy who's never even played cornerback before, and now your first assignment is Calvin Johnson one-on-one on Thanksgiving. And he was just getting abused. The Eagles looked terrible. Then after that, the Cowboys looked terrible. Um, and then you guys, I didn't, I'm not going to say you guys looked terrible, and really you guys lost to the – I felt like you should have won against the Redskins. But all that to say, like – when when you post that division, what? Because they were they had a, they had an opportunity to win. They had a, and then they just choked it away at the end of the game. But um, but I mean not to take anything away. But like it, to me, the the point I'm making is the whole division is just ridiculously bad, with no identity whatsoever. I mean, the, I think when we began the year, everyone was pulling at straws to kind of. Fine. Well, no, we had if, well, if Romo fine. won the Cowboys. Well, I, I, my, my personal thought on that was that I didn't think the Cowboys were going to have a good year because I saw too many injured pieces entering the year, and then we had the Des Bryant thing, the no, the no Demarco Murray thing. We thought the Eagles would be 
exactly what they are. Right, we call it that. Um, the Giants, we thought, would, would be the cream or somewhere near the cream, but weren't sure because of what they have on defense, uh, you know, in, 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 in the running game. And then the Redskins, I think there was no clear cut for me when this when this began. This was always, already a muddled, a muddy puddle of water. Um, but did we know that it was going to be this bad with the bottom two teams, barring injury on one, and then barring just total chaos and dysfunction on the other, that being the Eagles and the Cowboys. But we didn't know, you know, we knew that it was going to be a, a grab bag Christmas holiday gift. Like, pull your hand in here. Oh, we got, yeah, we got the Giants. Right. We got the Giants. What say, what say you, DJ? Um, as far as the division goes, I mean, Dallas losing Romo in, in days early was just huge right. I agree. For, for that team, for the division, because um, they're, they're really a good team. Then, you know, what? Um, as far as the Redskins, we expected to see RG3 this year. Kurt got thrown into a situation, looked bad early, has been picking it up late, has been playing well. And um, it's the Giants, um, injury too. You know, we didn't have, you know, Pierre Paul for, for most of the year. Um, we – Victor Cruz hasn't played yet. And, and he won't be. And we, we had John Beeson. We we got injuries all over the place, too. But as far as the game, what Washington and, and New York, and you said, I mean, I felt like it's a game we could have won, too. I don't mind splitting right. one and one with the Redskins this year. We beat them once. Could have beat them this game. You know, a lot of weird stuff happened. The rain, guys missing balls, getting interceptions. And, and Redskins, I thought they played pretty well. I still think we have a chance to win a division. And so does the Redskins. But, so um, do the Eagles. And yeah, so did the Eagles, but I, I don't, I don't, I think they have the least chance. Who the Eagles? So far. I mean, not least. They got the least chance, the third least chance. You the know? Eagles? Yeah, they got, they got to go see New England this week. They already, you know, right. game, game behind them too. It's going to be rough for them. The, I mean, you just look at it, and it's um. Now, now you say the Redskins are playing well, and as a one, and everybody knows around here, but they're also a, a, such a, do, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde team in that. They're one team at home, and they're a completely different team on the road. You, you know what I mean? And, right. And they're one team against bad teams, and they're a completely different team against good teams. You know, so right. what, what stock can you really put in that? And they, you I have mean, no glad, idea what you really have. I'm glad to see they got Deshaun Jackson back, who, who you know you got to pay attention to. As soon as our top cornerback gets hurt, they go right up top, and, you know, he gets a 67-yard touchdown. Um, I think watching uh, – are we jumping – we're just – are we going to just go into a game or are we just sure, going to – I mean, but that's, yeah. we're talking about the Eagles. Well, we can uh, talk about the – You can go right into that because, I mean, that's pretty much the, the Eagles-Lions game, the Panthers-Cowboys game. Uh, Cam keeps rolling. The Cowboys are, are done. I think that was the final nail in the Cowboy coffin. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What did you want to jump to your game? No, no, no. I was going to call the Carolina Panthers okay, are the 2016 Seattle Seahawks. Their defense makes plays, bro. And Cam Newton is doing a little better Russell Wilson impersonation. Uh – you got you got a hodgepodge of gang of receivers that no one knows. Very similar, mm-hmm. <laughs> a running back that runs with a lot of power. Very similar, and a defense that just won't quit. Um, I, I think I think that they are the cream of the crop, and I'm I, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment, but they are the cream of the crop in the NFC to me by a lot. Um, I don't have a problem with that, and. Um, I don't have a problem with that because, like, I'm glad you actually made that comparison to the Seahawks because all along the thing that was preventing everybody from jumping on the train is just like, 
can't get behind that receiving core. You yeah. know what I mean? But you're you're right. That Seattle sweeps, uh, receiving core wasn't no, wasn't uh, any better than this one. Yeah. Right here, I I don't think the defense is as good as that Seattle defense, and no. I don't think the no. home field advantage is close to what that Seattle uh, 12th all. man uh, thing is right there. But um, yeah, the Cowboys that like you said, just nailing that coffin over there. Um. And, you know, you wonder what's going to happen now with Jerry Rowe, with Romo coming back and getting hurt right away. Um, Eagles, Chip Kelly automatically just gone at the end of the year? Well, here's, it's done? No. Well, here's, I saw something interesting. Um, a, I think that there are only two jobs in college football that Chip Kelly would entertain, and that being uh, the University of Miami and the University of Georgia. I think if they were, those would be the only two jobs that probably he could he could. Hang, I mean that that would be worthy enough. And the only reason I say the University of Miami would be worthy enough because they have. It's not. It wasn't forty years ago they were good. I'm gonna I tell mean, you this: you can't come down to the U talking that I don't want black players here. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, ain't gonna I, work down that there. won't fly. That getting so, rid of people who talk trash and like that's that's what they do down there. Yeah. Buddy. So so I, I but I don't I don't see either or I don't see I, it could be wrong but those are the only two just. For all intents and purposes, those are the only two college teams because Les Miles has ended up staying at LSU. Those are the only two college teams that could even offer up the the, the, the chunk of cheese that's going to take. To, Texas could. Well, that's they got to get rid of. That means Strong. Max. I mean, uh, Charlie Strong has to go somewhere. He yeah. isn't fired, yeah. so he has to go somewhere. So, uh, and I don't think they're going to do two buyouts back to back like that. Are you saying that you think Chip's staying? No, I think that. This is gonna be crazy. Now, call me crazy. <laughs> Tennessee Titans make a trade for Chip Kelly. Oh, you just—he just determined. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I really believe it because listen, they just got to get together. I, I really, I really believe. I don't believe that the Titans are gonna stay with uh, Mike Malarkey. They've already had him once. I don't think they're, go- they're going with him twice. I really believe that. I mean, I just can't see Chip Kelly going back to the Eagles. I just, even though people are saying it, I don't see it. And if it's not going to be Miami or Georgia, I think I, I don't know. Maybe if the wheels fall all the way off, which the, what is, do you mean? The wheels? It's like two wheels off of the four. No, 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 no. Four the, wheel the wheels are right off. Now. The bumper is dragging. Sparks are flying. The gas tank's leaking. <laughs> this thing's getting ready to blow. But I mean, he could still see eight and eight, which would probably put him in good position to win. The you know, division. you know who his quarterback is going to be uh, this week? I, no, I don't. Well, exactly. I, <laughs> That's don't. the important part. I think Philly's 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 tired of him because. Really, they've been the healthy team in the division. It's <laughs> right. still, and still, they aren't winning. But next year, they're going to be some some quarterbacks Ooh. looking for jobs that can run his system. Oh, oh, Robert Griffin, Kaepernick, Kaepernick Griffin, and maybe um Johnny Manziel. Yeah, say Robert Griffin. Yeah. yeah. So now, if 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 they can get one of them three quarterbacks, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. and here's the thing: every every one of those quarterbacks you name is less Johnny Manziel has had surgery. Of some sort, and running that system, which is a, a well-known fact, is your quarterback is going to get hit. And all them guys are young, but that don't got nothing to do with it, DJ. When you're young and you getting hit, you can just take three more hits than, than the guy in front of you. I would love to I'd see take, RG3 or Kaepernick. Kaepernick I take Kaepernick over there. Kelly. The team was already took a, a team to the Super Bowl. I listen. I, I agree with you, but we've got another. We'll talk about the Kaepernick story that I read, and and that was some. That's deep. I will, we'll get to that in the 49ers game. What game got next, MG? We can go to your Packers, um, your Packers Bears game, which was um, called me crazy. Let me ask you a question. Honestly, just want to see. Be, what I'll you be guys very think. honest. Do you guys think that Brett Favre secretly roots for the for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to lose? Hell no, 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 no. no. Okay, he loves the pack. 
Yeah, he's gone now, you know. He he's, loves the Packers. I mean, no reason for that. Okay. Go ahead. What, what do you want to say? Is your game? The Bears are – um. you got reason to hang your head – pick your head up. The Bears look good. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying, like, they have a title shot or anything like that, but they they look good. I'd say this, man. Vic Fangio and Adam Gase, we won't have Adam Gase next year. So we could be right back in the cellar. We will have Vic <laughs> Fangio. Um, so hopefully we can continue to build on our defense. Um, but Adam Gase, there have been a lot of guys that have been said that are quarterback whispers and dot, dot, dash in the third. But I don't know what Adam Gase has done in those in those QB meeting rooms, and I don't know what's been said. But the offensive football that we're playing right now and that Jay Cutler's playing is a lot different. Um, and it goes back to kind of like when we're talking about how San Antonio has totally retooled their book to stop uh, Golden State by going out and getting LaMarcus Aldridge, creating a big pounding front line. Well, the flip side, John Fox is like, no, we're not going to go out and, and go get more receivers. We don't need to go get another Brandon Marshall to try to play five wide with Green Bay. No, 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 no. We need to get offensive linemen. We need running backs. We need to block and tight end. We need to bludgeon them to death. And it, it, that that slowing the game down, keeping the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, playing tough D, running the ball well, and not turning the ball over. I think that's he's brought that back. And I, I don't know if that's a – I don't know if John Fox and Lovey Smith came from the same coaching tree down the line or not. But they those those two caveats are something that largely their teams always encompass is that they don't turn the ball over, they're going to run the ball well, and they're going to play tough defense, and that and that can keep that can keep you in games where it may not win you games. It can keep you in games. On the flip side of that, for the Green Bay Packers, take my hat off to Jordy Nelson. I have severely underrated you, my brother. I have I have said that you were made by Aaron Rodgers. I have called you all kind of names off the air, some on the air. You're not in the Tyrod Taylor bucket, but you were in another bucket, okay? But he has, I mean, Adams, Randall Cobb can only do so much at his height. He is, he's really lacking weapons out there, man. That, I mean, he's he's lacking, severely lacking weapons out there. DJ, is, is your time to start, I don't want to say panic button, but concerning Green Bay? Um, yeah, I mean, sort of. I mean, because I think that's, they started off six and zero, right? Yeah. So that means they're one and four. Yeah. Well, they like TJ just said, their receivers can't get open. No. At all, and you know, quarterbacks can make receivers, but you need to have receivers that can give Separation, you something, right? Somewhere to throw the ball. I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm glad to see Eddie Lacy's back, playing well. Um, I think Chicago's Chicago's been 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 playing well. I think John Fox is a good coach. I don't think he should have. I think he should still be in, in Denver. Denver. Yeah, um, and Chicago's getting a little more healthy. They're playing well, but I still, I still can see, like we were just talking about Carolina. I still can see Green Bay beating Carolina. Absolutely, I can see Arizona beating Carolina. See, so you say that, DJ, but I, I struggle to say I can see Green Bay beating Carolina with this cast. Somebody has to emerge. Like I can't see Green Bay beating this Carolina with. Devontae Adams leading that receiving core. I can't see. I just – I don't see enough there. I can't see that part. Now, if you're going to say Carolina's going to beat themselves, okay. But I don't see – See, that's – the Carolina thing is that doesn't do I, nothing to beat themselves. And that's my problem. Right, and, and the thing is that I think it can ha- – like, when I watch Carolina, I don't say, like, man, it, it's not the Patriots sort of signal, like, man, they're just running through people. It's kind of like they're not blowing you away type of deal. So, I to to go with what your boys are both are saying is – I. 
I could definitely see Green Bay beating Carolina. And to be honest with you, other than, you know, the Redskins or one of those two, whatever, like, I see just about anybody beating Carolina in those playoffs. I'm not saying that when the playoffs start and they get the first one, I'm saying this is their championship to lose because I, I feel like sooner or later the issues are going to come up that are just like, uh, yo, you guys don't have any weapons. Like, you know, I, I, so I, I could definitely see Green – I'm not saying I would pick Green Bay. Uh, I would pick Car- – I would be pick Carolina – and I'd feel confident about Carolina, uh, you know, them beating Green Bay. I mean, if you, if you, right now, if they got to go back to Carolina, I feel confident. And and then, like you said, if Carolina beats themselves, and to to, I agree with that. I think that they can. Be, I think Carolina can beat themselves. I mean, they, and I don't think it would take much really for Carolina to beat themselves. I just that's I, that's that's just the way I feel. Like the, I, their defense to me, their defense just leads them. They're just the tip of the spear, man. And I've seen so many teams that are designed that way and they have a quarterback that can make plays go so very far, man. Absolutely. Go so very far. So that's – I guess that's why it's so tough for me. Yeah, you know, because yeah. the, the, in, in the scenario that I say – not to cut you off, Slim, but in the game, let's just throw this out there, right? Cam throws a pick six. More than likely can happen. Mm-hmm. And you get a kick return and the other team scores. You're down 20 nothing. I don't think Carolina's built for 20 nothing comebacks. Like, at, at that point, it's like, now the receiver thing is a problem. You know what I mean? Now we're not running Jonathan Stewart. You're not running uh, whatchamacallit. Right. And you, you can't, can, you can't uh, Greg Olsen these people down the field for a 20-point comeback. So, you know what I mean? And at that point, that's why I want to say you're beating yourself is I don't think that they're built for that. You know, right. in, in a managing situation, yes, that, that's fine. You know, you can hide your, your deficiencies like that when you're just managing the game. But, you know, you fall behind 14 points, 20 points. And then you got to ask yourself, and then all of a sudden you realize, so what plays we have? We got one for Katri, we got one for Ginn, and like, that ain't going to work. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not going to work. But it'll take something like that for Carolina to beat themselves. Because right. other than that, they run the ball. Right. They don't make risky throws. Right. And they have two and, good running backs, and one of them is yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think for the, you know, it got to be something like, you know, they just get down early right. to make them mm-hmm. beat themselves. <laughs> and as far as like what, in last game, Aaron Rodgers. He got hit on his elbow, right? Mm-hmm. And he lost He lost a lot of but feeling. But it wasn't his thorn on. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. yeah. Anybody but, who's ever I mean? gotten hit yeah. with a funny bone. Yeah. That, that you, like, yeah, anybody not, who's ever got yeah. hit there, that, when I saw that, you knew what that was. But, like, but how about how about this part of Carolina's game that, that's, that I think is overlooked is that that kid, Norman, he's a beast. He's yeah, absolutely he's a beast. He's good. When I saw him do the Des Bryant, and, mm-hmm. and, and that play hasn't been highlighted enough. Mm-hmm. It was highlighted very, you know, just a, just a wee bit on ESPN. But – he talked Des Bryant right out of making that <laughs> that touchdown saving tackle after the play interception is made. He's just wrapping Des Bryant up, and Des is so engaged because he's been getting shut out and and and, and balls batted down that he lets the guy reverse field. He could have easily walked blindside that guy, blindside stripped him, done anything to get that ball out, and he just sat there and just talked to Josh Norman. I think Josh Norman poked the bear right there though with Des Bryant. I would leave him alone. I don't. Yeah. I don't believe it, dude. I, I'd leave that boy alone. That, that's. I mean, he he's a talented man, man. And, you know, I, I think he's more than capable of next time we see each other putting up twelve for for two hundred yards. Well, that, that, boy, listen, that, that may, look, but you know what else? That may not be the same Josh Norman next year. <laughs> this this maybe. Listen, I'm this may be it. I'm not panicking yet, but Green Bay. I just look. James Jones just missed a touchdown that that could have won the game for him at the end. You know, things happen. Okay. Um, Raiders Titans. Oh man, nothing, nothing really. Nothing really. See here, tough, sloppy game. I was watching this game, and I, and I've and recent. I watched this entire game, 
And um, in recent memory, I don't remember a running back getting more carries than doing that. Like, they just kept running that ball, and that dude was going absolutely nowhere. Latavius Murray. Uh, yeah. The, the numbers say twenty-two for sixty. I, you could have told me he had twenty-two for twenty-three yards. That whole that whole eight just because he wears number twenty-eight. I mean, let's, they, let's let's just let's just cut that whole broke man Adrian Peterson they, talk out. They just kept handing him the ball and he went nowhere. Just how about kept handing how about him this the ball. though? There's a re, there's been a resurgence, a rebirth out there in Oakland. Michael Crabtree's found Crabtree. a football game, dude. Yeah, yeah he's found he's found a football game. Uh, Mariota. Uh, we start out the year. Mariota had a stranglehold on the rookie QB talk. Um, he made some passes that were like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at, dude? And I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking, is it, is it a miscommunication with the – like, the, the one to seal the game. Yeah, it, it was hard. There wasn't man. even anybody over there. Yeah. Um, and he had like two or three like that that I'm just watching, and I'm like, what are you throwing at, dude? That last one to seal the game was – there wasn't even a receiver over there. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. didn't see much of this game. It was a, it was I, a sloppy track. I own Derek Carr, so I saw the whole game. D- Derek, Carr, Derek Carr is uh, – <laughs> He's leader of the new school. He's you know he's still playing in peaks and valleys, but very much peaks but, and valleys. But you see, the, but you can see the bright side, mm-hmm. and it shines bright when it shines. So yeah. I, I like I like the direction. I've been, we've been saying this all year. I think they've already beat their threshold of wins, right? Mm-hmm. They're yep. five, so yeah, they beat their threshold. So I think the Raiders are going in the right direction. Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs are <laughs> right back, man. This is the Chiefs that we were expecting to see early in the yeah, year. Man. The, the, I think now they've won five, if not six, games in a row. A part of that, I think, was the was the uh, the reintroduction and the re uh, gelling uh, and and um, bringing back that continuity with getting Eric Berry back. I think they had. To, I think. I think. First of all, he had to find his game and find himself post cancer, missing all of last year, getting his legs back on him. Because now that secondary minus, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rex Ryan listening to. Uh, his offensive coordinator and his star receiver saying, uh, yeah, "Give me the damn ball, and we'll we'll yep. actually put up some points. Yep. You don't have to worry if you just you know. Let me get. Is it okay if I get twelve looks? That's a bad. That's a bad man. <laughs> yeah, I, I can My jump God. up. I can catch over top. I can run past. Uh, no reason why I shouldn't get twelve. I definitely, that that jumped out of me. I was when I watched that. I was seeing Sammy Watkins a bad dude, and he was definitely yeah. on to something. Like, yo, yeah. give me some damn pe- touches. Yeah. Uh, and second of all, just to piggyback on what we said last week. Another running back situation. This is now their third string running back. He's putting up the exact same numbers, matter back better than mm-hmm. uh, than Jamal Charles. And remember, we were talking about it in terms yeah. of you know uh, Jamal Charles went down. West jumped in and did filled in his shoes perfectly fine. West went down, and Spencer Ware comes in here and he puts up you know another uh, great game right behind it. Right. They just keep moving. Um, Alex Smith still not throwing the ball down the field, but the defense is is coming back to where it's supposed to be. And I guess the Chiefs, you gotta. Um, you got to take notice, right? I mean, I was, I was um, earlier on. I was like, man, Bills, because Bills was winning, you know, by by a lot. Then I look up, and like the Chiefs came back and winning this game. But what I took from it is, you know, I was thinking about TJ, you know, because Tyrod Taylor's playing great. Oh God, like he's been playing. Let me he's see what he do. Finding Sammy Watkins. Okay, as yeah. long as I see two ninety one, three touchdowns, no interceptions, one fifty eight to one guy, okay. forty six yards rushing. Is, I was you know? thinking the same. I was thinking what TJ said. I was like, when it was like two hundred, I'm like, yo, so I'm like, Sammy Watkins at like one fifty himself. Yeah, like, let's not, let's not, let's not do that. Let's but not, go ahead, I go mean, ahead. You TJ. want, you want Sammy Watkins to have? Oh yeah, Sammy Watkins. Is a, I mean, yeah, but if Sammy Watkins has one fifty eight, my quarterback should have like four twenty seven. No. <laughs> Yeah, on, I'm, just, tripping. I'm, not, I'm not looking down at Sammy Watkins getting 150. No. I mean, he had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Sammy Still Watkins ran for 50 Tyrod yards. Taylor played a, a good game. What were you going to say, uh, DJ? No, um, but um, Kansas City, they 
you know, they starting to come on. And um, I'm glad to see um, Macklin finally, you know, getting involved in the game. Actually, he did throw the ball down the field one time. And, and 41 um, yards scored to Mac. I still don't know how much I trust this team. The Bills' defense has Chiefs. let you down severely. The Chiefs. I mean, they've 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 come back into what you – so right now you're sitting at 6-5. and five. Yeah. So if they finish 10-6, and six, that'd be – or if they finish 9-7, and seven, that'd be about where we all picked them yeah. at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I, I'd say yeah. this, DJ. The defense that we thought the Bills were going to roll out on that field, it hasn't been that. It, hadn't, it hasn't, man. It hasn't been that defense. I'll agree with that. We thought yeah. we thought they were going to roll at times, yeah. but you know, you're right. It hasn't. It, it, it hasn't. Thought it, no, 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 we, right. we thought we thought we were getting ready to see one of the best defenses right. in the, in the AFC. Right, and we're not. And we're not. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. Um, Buccaneers, Colts, another victory for Hasselback. Um, <laughs> up and down. <laughs> you see my man get walked again. Who? Doug, man. Oh, you can, dude, what can you? Dude, he's got. It's it's ever since you got, said that though, I look at it. I'm dude, like, his legs definitely look, look shorter now that you dude, said that. Like every a, time I watch him, it's like a little baby with a, with a human body, or with a, like a grown man body on top, on the waist, but like yeah, baby legs. And out the gate, he's like a bolt of lightning. But you realize, like, you no, know, he gets the fifty fast. Yeah, he gets. The, yeah, he gets the <laughs> like, top speed. He gets the fifty fast, and then he just stops. But yeah. um, uh, again, like we expected, uh, like I told you, we was gonna see all year long, up and down game, Jameis. What did you know, do wrong there? He didn't, this wasn't one of his better games. I mean, but what did he do wrong? What, I mean, what did he, I mean, 20 of 36, 245, a pick and a TD. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that good of a game. Trust me. I watched it. I watched it, too. It wasn't that good of a game. Well, I didn't watch it. Wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> I know. I know. How, I know how, see, see, I'm watching his Hasselback stats. Hasselback, eight. Guy got one receiver, eight for 114, six for 95. I mean, Hasselback just being Hasselback, man. Not making mistakes. Just don't – not trying to do right. too much. Just doing what he do. 315 and two touchdowns. That's Mike Evans Mike yeah. Evans dropped another touchdown. That dude drops oh, so but are you going to take that passes, Are you going to take that out? Or, or So, if, if Mike Evans catches that touchdown, that, does that win the game for you guys? It would have been a completely different game. It would have been a completely different game. And now James Wilson probably has 300 yards, yeah, no, two touchdowns. You are absolutely right so, on that front. So, and, 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 like, there's – Random. A lot of Tampa fans notice it, but since we live in such a fantasy football age, all anybody sees is because Mike Mike Evans don't get it. He still puts up ridiculous stat lines. But when you watch these games, you're like, this dude drops pass after pass. I watch, and 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 it's just like. I don't ever remember elite receivers. I mean, I remember T.O. used to drop his fair share, but it just didn't seem like this. Like, Mike Evans seems he's dropping a touchdown I would like game. to, you know, maybe next week, uh, towards the end of the show, A1 can get us his uh, total pass drop on the year. Because I'd like to see at what pace he's at right now. It's a lot. Because I know he was at a torrid pace. One game he had like six drops. Yes, for an elite receiver, which he is. Don't get me wrong. He is, you know, one of the top-tier receivers. Just drops a lot of passes, man. Um, Giants-Redskins, we already talked about that one. Uh, DJ, where are you at? right? Both of you. A1, where are you at right now with your Redskins? And DJ, where are you at right now with your um, Giants? Say A1 first. Okay, A1, where are you at right now in your Redskins? Um, like I said, I just really expected them um to improve on last year, so I thought they'd finish anywhere between seven and seven and nine and seven, and I thought maybe ten and six. I think we're heading in a good direction. Like I don't think we're uh, you know, we might possibly win the um NFC East, but again, that's not saying much. So all I can really say is we're headed in a, in a good direction for now. So you're more concerned. You're when you say that you're thinking like long term. Yeah, long term. I I don't know what. But I mean, just for now, I think we're heading in the right direction. You feel good, yeah. Okay, DJ. 
Um, Redskins have a more favorable schedule for the remaining games. Um, we got a, we got the Jets, Miami, you know, Carolina. But um, I mean, just overall this year, given the you know the the circumstances of of you know injuries, and just I mean, we gave away like three games early that we we should have won. But overall, I don't think we've you know stuck it up out there. I think Eli's having a you know a good year. The three touchdowns that he threw, um, I don't think were his fault. Maybe one of them was his fault. Three interceptions. Yeah, the three interceptions. I mean, I think one of them was his fault. Um, but I still think we got you know a good chance to to, to win a division. Hopefully, Carolina. You a- know, a- a- over here giggling. He is just giggling they, his little life away right now. He is just so happy. No, he just found a thing that said Mike Evans has the most drops in the game in ten years. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Go ahead, Slim. Um. I was saying I hope that um, Carolina, you know, pretty much sewn up their, you know, their division and give us that one at the end. Um, Not that they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I, I think it's really between us and the Redskins of who's going to win the division. But we, we, we never know which Redskins is going to show. Nope. So, they got a they got an easier schedule. But, you know, anything can happen. Yep. All right, moving on. Saints, well, Texas. Wait, Go ahead. Real quick, I want to ask you about the Cowboys. Um because we play them next. But you see what I was saying last week about how just because Romo comes in, like that game Romo had Thursday, I don't think that was a shock to Redskins fans or Cowboys fans. Like what? Cowboys fans, like the, the three interceptions he had. I mean, he's not immune to having bad games. No, but I mean, I'm saying, like, like I was saying last week, people act like Romo was going to come back and like, oh, we're going to run the table. And like, no, like I, I said, that's, Dallas was that's, even that's as, in that that's game. Ask, I mean, I think that's asking a lot in terms of Jesus. Man. The, um, the, uh, what were you doing? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Be one of those watches that comes with that? <laughs> the, um, no, it's not that. But, I mean, you say worst-case scenario in those eight games that he missed, they go four and four, and it's a whole different ball game. You know what I mean? That Like, that's that's the point that I think everybody's missing. Like, they don't lose. They've never lost seven games in a row with Romo playing. You, you know what I mean? So, it's that. I think that's more of the point, whereas, though, that they were saying you can lose seven games in a row and you're still, when Romo come back, two games out. You know what I mean? So that that's what it was about, that, you know, they can win, make up two games in a division that was terrible. Um, that's all I was saying about the Cowboys. But now that Romo's back out, I mean, it, it, to me, it just makes it somebody else's path that much easier. And this week, it'll be you guys. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't – I don't see how you guys can lose to – who are they going to go to? Same Wheaton? Way, they lost to us last year with Colt McCoy. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, when we play, you throw records out the window. Like that. Yes, I mean, that I, I agree. And that's pretty much any rivalry. But uh, – I don't know. Who are they going with, Whedon? Or no, they got rid of Whedon. So, Castle? I don't know. Um, Saints-Texans, talking about defenses that have reemerged, and I think he actually heard you talking about them consistently, uh, DJ. J.J. Watt is back out there because you're always saying, I don't know, this guy's supposed to save everybody. And ever since you said that, my man's been out there on a – Yeah, he's out there beating people to a pulp. Yeah. Well, he was doing that even while they were losing. Well, well, now he's dominating. Rolling. And and a guy named Bradway or T.J. Yates, man, this ship. And just never really put much in the stats, you know, especially garbage time. But I'm telling you something that is impressive. Drew Brees didn't throw a touchdown pass for the first time in 45 games. That's saying something. Yeah, that's that 45 games. Yeah. Is, I mean, that's a long time. Drew, and you talk about all the garbage time that they had in this. And the fact is Drew Brees did not score, did not throw a touchdown. Yeah, he threw that 44 passes. Yeah, that doesn't happen. You know, and J.J. Watt has, has got them board, that defense looking like what it was supposed to be. Hell, yeah. He was the only one with – Sacks on that day. Uh, I, 
It's leading I, NFL in sacks again. I think, I think the Texans, um, I think they're whatever little mojo that they, they did have in that division. Um, they Defensively, they look good. Uh, I mean, but what are you going to put in? What do you like? I mean, you what do you, Brian 21, 21 to 27 for 200 yards. Boone. Brian Hoyer, TJ Yates, me, MG. Right. I mean, DeMar. I mean, I mean <laughs> does, it, does it really change the quarterback situation? I mean, really? Outside of Bernard Hopkins, I think that's the least talented offensive team yeah. out there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm. I'm I mean, you said Hopkins. Yeah, you said Bernard Hopkins. That's okay. I always say that, though. We, we know. I say it every single time. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know. You didn't know what? You said Bernard Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. I said it every DeAndre single time. Hopkins. I would say it every single time. DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but look at it, and I say it every single time. That's a bad man right there, too. DeAndre Hopkins, he's 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 a bad boy. But, um, I mean, Texas defense has been what it's supposed to be. You're just kind of looking. Again, it goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Yeah, I don't really know how you go into a season with Ryan Mallett and Brian Hoyer as your well, starting quarterback. Now it's not Ryan Mallett. Now it's Hoyer and TJ Yates. Yeah. So it's it's even gotten darker. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> as, if, just a, as if as if as if the the, the night couldn't have gotten any more d- bleak. Yeah. It, it, and and Alpha Blue was just like that's that's a very that's not a, a talent. That's not a talent. Uh, lady yeah. Lady. So much for that bang bang chicken and shrimp that was, that was yeah. all over. Uh, uh, not. Alfred uh, Blue is not a bad running back. He's not but a good one. Oh, no, he's from LSU. That's why he's saying he, that. He just. can be a good one with given opportunity. Oh, here we go. He's got an opportunity. Yep. How much more uh, opportunity? No, you need? sixteen carries, seventy-seven yards, and a touchdown. He's a starting running back. How much more mm-hmm. opportunity? I mean, you need? I would hope you can get you know on sixteen carries, you need seventy yards. In and out the lineup, you know, there's there's other running backs who did worse. It, trust me. There were some other guys who played in front of him, Not like Grimes and a couple of guys. Running backs are diamond. On to the next topic. We're not going to talk about. One. We're not going to talk about LSU's yeah. Alfred Blue. <laughs> no, it's not about LSU. It's like, are there any bad running backs? That's, that's I mean, what I leave. A running LSU. back is a running back now. No, I disagree. There are some bad ones now. Yeah, I've been named Alfred Blue. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Drew Brees, Saints. I don't know what. I mean, you know, at the beginning of the year, terrible. Then we're like, okay, they're back. Well, just pull, just pull, back. Pull, pull Breeze, terrible. pull Breeze, and then pull into that first spot for that number one pick. That's what you do. You say, listen, Drew, it's okay. What's, what's the, the South has already won. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna general Robert E. Lee this bad boy. <laughs> the, the South has been won, baby. Yes, it and has we're just been. gonna fold the tent. They're already seven games behind yeah. other people's. Um but it's good to see the Texans defense. But again, they they don't have any offense, so they're not going anywhere. Um Vikings, Falcons, all you can say is the Falcons are a complete joke. And um mm. a complete joke and a fraud. Yeah. I I could say something else I like to say. <laughs> Man hates the Falcons, but I, I would say I was I, it, 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 you know what disappoints you though? Because they get you every year. You know what I mean? Every year it's like, oh my God, look at all the talent. Rodney White. The, man, the, the one year they came out when they had Devin Hester, you know, in the first three weeks, they're going three wide sets. And then, you know, you're just like, oh my, you know, this person, whether it's Matt, whether it's, um, who was the running back? Turner? Bernard Turner, Michael Turner, and, you know, and this person. Then it was Steven Jackson, and then. And it's just like, oh my God, this team is just low. And Antonio Gonzalez and da 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 da. And then you look up and it's just like the same fraud. It's the same product. And, and now, now they're three and three at home. It used to be they didn't even lose three games in that dome, you know, in three years. Fraud. That's all I have to say about Atlanta is a complete fraud. And uh, it's time Matty Ice starts getting his name called out and some of this stuff too. Okay, so yeah. Um so I'm, I was looking at looking at the uh, the uh, uh, Adrian Peterson he conversation. Has get, he has to give that nickname back. Go ahead. And, and we were we were wanted to revisit that. Which one? There there have been conversations that say that he looks more explosive 
than he did. Oh boy. I just here, I just here, want to revisit. Here you go, yeah. I just want Here you go. Right man. now, right now we're on pace for about 1800 yards. Just to let you know. We're on pace for about 1800 so, so, so yards. So what are you about to say? I'm just saying. Listen, I'm just saying. Dude, he's doing a listen, he could do this 1100 yards for the for I feel like for another 7 years. I feel like he could do this for another 7 years. Oh, you trying to say what well, you can go after Emmett? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was going the other route. I thought you was going to accuse my man or something. Yeah, I thought that's because yeah, that's how he yeah. does everybody. Anybody yeah. saying what? Yeah, that he's juicing. That's what, anytime anybody oh, puts no, up a good no, season. No, 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 no. Because no. you said he's doing looks better than before. I'm no, like, oh, here TJ no, go. No, 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 no. Adrian Peterson. I, I've seen that in high school. I saw that in college. Okay. It's yeah. it's looked the same and the and better and better yeah. and better. And in terms of the shot at Emmett, not a shot at him. That record is never going. Yep. No, but I, but I, I I do think I do think Adrian Peterson should should be in a um in the MVP conversation. I go with that. I, I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. Has he won the MVP before? Yes. yes. Yeah, the year he went rush for two thousand yards. Yeah. How many rushing yards does he have right now? Eleven sixty four. Yeah, he's um. I don't. I don't think there's any problem with that. Uh, with him yeah. being in eight and in three team, not the most talented team in the world. Nope, not at all. I like the Vikings. We said we say yeah. it every week. I like the Vikings. The Vikings. Um, they're the anti Falcons. They're not. A, you know what I mean? Like the Falcons are all this every year. You know the loaded team, loaded team that does nothing, and the Vikings are, are quietly flying under the radar and just winning games, playing their game. You know they're not blowing anybody out or you know anything of the sort. But they have playing de- consistent, solid they, football. They have, a, they have a very underrated defense. Their defense is extremely underrated. They yeah. yeah. They 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 run the ball. You know they don't ask uh <laughs> don't ask Teddy, Teddy Bruins. Nope. Don't, don't ask him to do too much. Nope. And and he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Rams Bengals. Like you said, we don't know what we get with the uh the Rams Bengals. Uh, all you gotta say is one word or two words. Nick Foles, man. Nick I Foles, he, baby. I'm watching this game. I'm like, which one of them has a concussion? Hey, he listen. Foles, like, he looked like he was concussed. Like he <laughs> was out there. He was. What, I don't. What was his final stat number? He uh, was. I mean, he horrible. finished. With, he finished with like 228 yards and three picks. Okay. He was uh, bad. Todd Gurley, nine carries, 19 yards. Anytime you're leading rushes, Tavon Austin, trouble. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I watched that dude. That's a bad man too. Tavon Austin. Oh, yeah. You got to. That's got to find to get him a ball. You got to find a way to get. That but man you know what? Ball. You know what he needs to do though. And, and I think I don't know. Maybe the Rams maybe need to go to this. They need to go back to treating him how they treated him at West Virginia. He needs to return punts. He needs to return kickoffs. He needs to be in some of those gadget plays. Like, stop just making this guy Wes Welker. Let him let him be who he is. You know, like everyone's not Wes Welker. Just because you're small and you got you know quicks doesn't mean you're a slot guy. You can you can be a Dante Hall. You can plus yeah. a little bit a little bit of Wes Welker. And that's what Tavon really is. He's a little bit of everything. Um, but the 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 team that the Rams have, all they're missing, dude, is a quarterback. Yeah, Nick Foles looked god awful, dude. And and but th- thank God, Nick Foles' agent said, "Look, Nick, I believe in you. Listen to me, man. I believe in you, Nick. But I need this four percent. I need this four percent. We're gonna sign this deal. We're gonna sign this deal, Nick. We're gonna sign this deal, and you're gonna feel good about it." Because Sam Bradford is looking over like, "God bless it. I yep. should have taken the money." Yep, Sam Bradford. Again, you, the more you watch that trade, it's just like for what the Bradford Foles trade is just like for what? No, it's very rare to see a trade where both teams lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to do. You know, you, there's win. There's 
one side wins, one side loses. There's win-win for everybody. Yeah. But it's pretty hard for a loss-loss for both both people to be it's like, I'm going to trade Absolutely. you Yingadare for Ola Candy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's very rare that you could both be like, yeah, I want my quarterback back. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a pretty hard thing to do. Um, Chargers, J- uh, Jaguars. I'm sitting here slim and I'm watching this game and the first person I'm thinking of is you. Same thing, like I said, you can almost set your clock to it, especially Jacksonville. Like, they're down, they're getting hammered, and then these stats just start piling up yep. in the garbage time. And it's and, and then before you look up, you know, you're watching Blake Bortles. You don't do anything the whole damn game. Then next thing you know in the fourth quarter, and you look up and it's, it's oh, wow, fantasy. 329, two touchdowns. And, you know, and it's just like, come on, man. You know, like, I watched the whole game. You guys I did. did nothing. You, and, and, and you're scoring these touchdowns. In meeting his time, and then you look up in the numbers, and you say, "Man, you, got, you had a great game, three twenty-nine, two touchdowns." I had, I had Julius Thomas, I had Julius Thomas, Blake Bortles, and I'm, and uh, Robinson. If I had a dollar for, <laughs> as fantasy people, you know, every fantasy person knows how many times you look at a Jaguars game, and you know, in the last play of the game, somebody scoring a touchdown to cut the lead to twenty. You know, and and it's just like. And padding stats. Yep, cut, cut it to fifty to forty nine. Yeah, there that, we go. That's 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 how it is with the Philip Rivers doing the same thing. He's I up, mean, yeah, because they only four, got three wins, four touchdowns, three hundred yards. Mm. Yeah, but he was one. But no, I'm just saying. In, in past weeks, Philip Rivers has done that. Yeah, thrown no, that no. meaningless. I mean, they've lost eight games. It just seems like Jacksonville does it all the time. Well, they've been sorry for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. So, I mean Jacksonville got more wins than San Diego. Yeah, I will say that. San Diego's terrible. Yeah. I like, but you know what? I'm not going to sit there and say, is I watched that game, and Blake Bortles, put it this way, he doesn't look as bad as I thought. I was really not high on him. I was like, you guys are drafting this kid off of this one bowl game. They're turning him into Steve Young 2.0. God, no, I just wasn't sold. But I'm starting to see the potential in in Blake Bortles. He runs the ball. He's 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 a a very uh, elusive quarterback. He's got a good arm, um, and he's got some talent at receiver. That kid, I thought Julius Thomas was a product of the uh, of the environment. I was wrong. Julius Thomas is a matchup problem. No, I, I don't know why you thought that. I, I, just, I mean, listen, Peyton Manning Man, Man makes a lot of guys, man, so I just thought he was one of them. Yeah, no, nah, but he's I mean, one of the basketball player guys. Yeah, that, that, but he's know. he's a physical specimen though. Like yeah. he's a. So I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, does, you know, but. when you see things like that, you just you think that when you go here, yeah, you're going to die. You're never going to you're never going to see the looks that you saw with well, Peyton. Yeah, get I, the, yeah, I thought he went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. I thought he went like to the best scenario to probably the worst scenario. Yeah, but so. he's he's. I mean, now that he's back healthy, he looked he looked really good. The kid Robinson looks great. Um, the, the TJ Yeldon kid. I saw one time he had a screen that he could have scored. And he tripped over his own feet and fell like the open field. But for all intents and purposes, Jacksonville has a as a as a good team. Uh, the San Diego Chargers. I guess you're going to be headed to what L.A. or somewhere. Pack it up, move, and get your draft pick. Heading to the first pick in the draft. That's yeah. where they're headed to. We're still uh, talking about this game. Dolphins Jets. <laughs> what okay. Dolphins Jets? Nothing. I've got nothing besides Indomitian Sue was right. Those guys don't deserve to play around him. They don't. I watched it. That's yeah, what they're saying. That's what they said. He that's said. what they're saying. He said. And if he said it, if he said it, I'll stamp it. <laughs> right. If he said it, I'll stamp it. You're right. You're right. Then Dominic, they don't. I watch these dudes try to tackle Chris Ivory. Seven guys. Mm. No one decided to wrap him up. Everybody's like, you know what? No, we're going to run into the battering ram. No, don't, don't flatten the tires. That'd be stupid. Like, he's right. He's right. Dolphins aren't a good team. Dan Campbell, no more speeches. It's over. Yep. 
That's it. He got two. What did he get? Two wins. Got two. Hey, listen, man. Listen. Two. Maybe he put himself in line. What was he? The tight end coach. coach. Maybe offense now, coordinator. Maybe now, now. Maybe he goes. You know. Maybe it's OC. Maybe it's assist associate head. Coach. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's next. But in he's line. not going back to the tight ends. Yeah, just, but he's, he's, he's he, listen. He's not at tight ends coaching. Right. He's, he's at least up. earned the right that he doesn't have to sit in the tight ends room with no air conditioning. Right. Okay. He's earned that right. Yes. Because I I would have to if we go by position other than the kickers and punters I can't imagine a position that has less. Yeah. People than the tight ends. Yeah. It's like no nope. three guys. Like there <laughs> means like twenty minutes. Like so, what do you want to do? You want to go to Arby's? What? <laughs> you know, I was riding past where Rogers, the chicken quarter on Blues De- back. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, the only thing I'm gonna say with this game is. Well, Miami, my LSU guy Jarvis Landry is just there everything. Oh man, always gotta find LSU. Boy, you're a lover, man. When you're down, when you're down twenty points, you gotta throw the ball. I like somebody. him. Though. I like him though. I no, do he, like him. He is, he is a, a broke man's Odell. But uh, you know, Eric Eric Decker's having a good year too. Yes, he is on the low. He is. Yeah. Brandon Marshall. Him and Brandon I expected Marshall, from yes. Brandon Marshall. You know, I, I thought Decker was another product. But you know, here's the thing is, I did expect from Brandon Marshall, not because of Brandon Marshall, yeah. because of he's always been Gino a quality Smith Fitzpatrick situation. But I've always thought Eric Decker's been a quality number two. He just was never a number one. And when they yeah. signed him, yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, what's the number one? I'm like, no. No, he's not. How about, right. how about, no, that's Brian Hartline time with turbo on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, I think know. that's a very – and there's a lot of – because that's how I've always felt about um, Torrey Smith. Yeah. I feel like Torrey Smith is a really good number two receiver. I just don't think he's a number one receiver. And the 49ers are finding that out. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Baltimore knew. <laughs> that's why they said, oh, you want to pay him that much. Oh, yeah. Like, Great. not even an option. But I mean, no. Eric Decker is—he's having a good year. Him, Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall's a nice receiving core. Yeah, I saw that in his debut the other night. Good for him. Um, Cardinals Forty ers Okay, I was watching this game, which it was, it was only two four o'clock games. He, he, I don't recall. I need to see the stats on this. Can one. you rewind real quick before you do the Cardinals Forty ers I just want to. This is about the game. But did you hear the report that the San Francisco Forty ers they have a tracker on there, have a tracking software on their iPads. And so they could track how often guys would actually open their iPads and how much time they would spend on the, uh, on the, um, on, on the game plan. They said that Blake Brodel spent anywhere from four to five times the amount of time you mean looking, Blaine Gabbert? Blaine Gabbert said Blake Brodel. Blaine Gabbert spent the amount of four to five times the amount of time looking at the game plan and, and the playbook even when he wasn't starting as compared to Colin Kaepernick. And they said internally that was – you could research it. It's all over. It said internally that was a fear that they had coming into this year that they had already known that, that he didn't spend time in his, in those, in his playbook. And that was part of – that was a part of his – that incentive-laden deal they gave him that they knew that he wasn't a student of the game. There's now, so many too, ways you want to go with it's, that. It's, it's so much. It's infringement on there. I start it's by also, saying it's also it's, CYOA on there. I start by saying it's funny, <laughs> and as much as I like to be like that, doesn't mean anything. That means I everything. I don't think you can deny <laughs> that. that. It means like, everything. Like this, that, this, there's just no reason the backup quarterback should be spending five times as much. Um, more time than the starting quarterback. The starting quarterback. Well, actually, the backup should be spending more time what? Than, than the backup quarterback because you're the backup and you want to be the number one, just like the guy. But I got to stay the number bench. one. So if you're studying you, it five times, I need to be studying 15. Well, he don't know how much time you're studying, but the guys. And neither does the backup. The guys that. You don't that, see any problem with that, Slim? No, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't see a problem with that. I mean, he should now depend on how much he's, right. how much time he's spending he on it. Half an now, hour if he's a day, spending yeah. a lot of time on it. <laughs> 
And you know the backup quarterback just spending that much more. Now if he's spending a lot of time and the other dude just spends an obsessive with it, right, right, yeah, right. Because that's think, how you got to be you when think, when you're the backup. I just don't feel like that's do the think, case. Do you though. think the preparation is a reflection of your production? You talk I mean, about I a guy see what you took a team to the Super Bowl. I see what you're saying, Slim. If, did, did he take his team to the Super Bowl in spite of or because of? Should have won it. We can't have this conversation every week. Yeah. I just I don't want to I just I don't want to do that. I think it is funny. I think it's very relative to what the production that we saw of Colin Kaepernick on the football field this year. His own receivers getting mad at him, and quite frankly, hearing the fact that he he didn't he didn't know his reads. With the with, with the receivers getting mad, but they they can't get open. With they, the Kaepernick thing, the, all I was, ton of, there were a ton of overthrown. With the Kaepernick right? thing, the way the only way I'll leave it at is I, I do think it's a where there's smoke, there's fire sort of thing. I, nah, I I agree with that, but I, I don't want you to I don't know to what extent the fire is. I don't know, you know, but I I think where there's Listen, smoke, there's fire. It, something's it, it's something's enough, not It's enough me, to DJ? have the organization worried to say, hey, man, this is why we, we did what we did. Because we knew this guy was not dedicated to studying the playbook. Okay, if he ain't dedicated, then fine, he's not dedicated. But just because your backup spends that much I have, I have time, all, I, just because you're the backup don't mean, okay, I'm not going to look at this because I'm the backup. Well, Michael Vick nope. sure as hell did, and when he was the backup, he only was like, listen, I never thought I was going to get the game. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm we not prepared this week. We don't know that. He said that. He said I wasn't prepared. He said that himself. We don't know that. We don't know that he don't study the game. What is not prepared? What do you mean? Well, you guess know, what he didn't have his Some of the worst guys up? in the world go to the gym and shoot more than no, no, the no, best. No, 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 no. Shooting and study your playbook, two different things. It's I'd, like, I'd like, I look forward it's to like studying for open heart else. surgery and just coming in there winging it <laughs> straight out of med school. I, know, I, I, I do think the missing part of that story, though, is how much he was spending. But I mean, I think it's funny. And um, I, you do wonder if those guys know that. That's funny, though, is when you, you say, Cap, how much did you study last night, coach? I was on that thing for like 12 hours. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I was up till two. Lies. You actually didn't even open it. Yeah. We, we, we have it right here. Yeah. like, you know, I, you know, I don't even use the one. You thought I used the one y'all gave me. Yeah. Nah, I actually transferred stuff to my kids. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I watch it on his. Yeah, and I print these out, actually. <laughs> you should see my notes at home. <laughs> but that to say, anyway, I was watching this game and getting back to what I was saying. I don't, at one point, were you watching this game? Because there's only, there only two 4 o'clock games. No, but. And in the end of the second half, the 49ers got penalized on what seemed like every single yeah, play. Yeah, man. So now I went back and looked at it, and they literally had, twi- I mean, every single play. Because I had, it'd be third down, and Carson Palmer and them go out there, throw it in the ground. And they'd be like, just randomly, foul, automatic first down. Same thing again, happened third down, but foul, automatic. It was just like, you, they, they were just imploding. They, yeah. and, and I was just like, something seemed a little off. Like, that I mean, was a lot of penalties. And the coach, he, he never makes a face. He just always has this stare like, I wonder do they have celery in the tuna in the lunch? <laughs> he always has that kind of look on his face like, did I forget to put the gas cap on? I mean, they played them really well, and they were um, – they were in the game, which nobody thought they I mean, were going to be. But, they were tied. but it's a division. It's a division rival, right. so you know those games are always played closer to the vest. They, I mean, there are no new places. Bruce Arians is springing on the the mm. uh, San Francisco 49ers that they probably haven't seen before on film, except for but, Colin Kaepernick. But, but, <clears throat> but that's another guy. But Arizona's in trouble in terms of. Oh, well, I'll let you guys see what you had to say about this. Um, Chris Johnson's now out for I want to say the season or yeah. six. Eight Andre Ellington is Andre out. Ellington is he's out, out his usual three. He's out. Single. He's out his usual nine games yes. a year. He, he gets he gets hurt like yeah. every every week he gets hurt nine games a year. He's good for it. Yeah. So uh, he he went in there as the backup and he got hurt. I think five carries in. Yeah. And he and he's out for whatever the case may be. Um, I'm gonna go with this kid Johnson. I like I liked him coming out of college. David, now, out of University of Northern. Iowa. I like. I thought he was a good back. 
Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think that they have a lot of pieces that are hurt. Uh, Michael Floyd's nursing a hammy. Brown is hurt nursing a hammy. J.J. Nelson, man, that's a, that's a speedster. Hey, brother, let me hear that me. That dude's a big play guy. Hear me. And as long as Larry Fitzgerald can I keep the chains moving. I love what they're doing with Larry Fitzgerald. Just move the chains, baby. How they just move that. He lines up out wide. He lines up in between. He move, lines up Move the everywhere. chains, man. Move the chains, Larry. We know we know you, you don't run that four or five anymore. Move no. the chains. He's 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 uh he's looking good. Cardinals look good. I do think you have to pay attention to the fact that they are down three running backs right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd imagine pretty soon they're gonna have to bring somebody in. Probably Ray Rice or something. Oh, the Honey Badgers is all love it, man. He's back. He's back, baby. He was a he was a good pickup, a good uh draft draft pick. He panned out. Uh, he has panned out. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. Do you know? Okay, Big Ben, who which we all would agree is probably. If not the toughest quarterback, but certainly in the conversation. Do you know how bad his head must have been hurting for him to say, "Yeah, dude, uh, you know, I'm not going out there for the last drive yeah. of the game that I've already put that 459 could, like, and, I, and that I could very well win." Yeah, like his head must have been. That means he must have not even been able to see. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was uh, it, the shot. If you look at the shot, yeah, his face mask was on his face. Like there was a shot now. Um, and this is the guy who's you know plays with broken ribs, broken yeah. legs, broken arm. And he but, said, uh, yeah, coach, I can't go back out there. But one thing he did say that I, that I was admired uh, tremendously is he said, listen, I'll play with anything except something that's dealing with the brain. <laughs> and that, that, that mm-hmm. is probably the most intelligent thing I've heard a football player, a tough guy, right. say in all my days. is like, look, dude, I'll play through anything. Right. Except when you're talking about my brain, brother. More than life than football, man. Yeah, man. Oh no, DJ. I think you. I hope that's right the new. The, I hope that's new wave. I the hope, new moniker. I hope, yeah. yeah. I hope more, more people take that train of thought. Yeah, dude. You don't yeah. have to go out there and kill yourself for this game, man. You know, you guys do enough between taking the medications to get yourself to Sunday that you don't have to do that. Um, I think this you know, a lot of people going to. It's a good game, man. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Awesome a lot of people going to put a lot of onus on Russell Wilson and what he did in this game. I think it should be reflect back to Pittsburgh secondary. It's just. Awful. It's just god awful, man. Tackling it's, was it, terrible. Oh my god, dude! It was uh it was rough. It's brutal. I know Mike Tomlin. If I know anything, they're probably out there right now. If it's raining in Pittsburgh, they probably they're probably a full padded practice. I tell you one thing, like we keep saying though. I mean, the record is what the record is, but Pittsburgh's not a team I want to see Mm-mm. if I end the playoffs. Like that, that's not a team no. I'm looking forward to play. I mean, no. every every week he finds a different receiver. There has to be some sort of record. I wonder if, if, if it's ever happened before that three different guys have had 200-yard receiving games yeah. in the same season. Like, I mean, on any given day, Antonio Brown can go for 280. Witten mm-hmm. can go for 200. How about that? And uh, the other one, what's Wheaton. the? Uh, Wheaton. No, but who's the other one? Wheaton, Brown, and uh, Bryant. Martavis Bryant. Yeah, like, I mean, that's three different receivers that have had 200 receiving uh uh, days and I'd imagine I'd imagine that's never happened before. Good to see Richard Sherman back because uh, Pro Football Weekly had him rated as the number thirty seventh cornerback <laughs> in the league currently. <laughs> so I was glad to see that maybe he moved up two spots. Why? Because somebody slipped and fell and he was still standing there. That mean, listen, man. Whatever. He moved up a couple spots, man. Happy to see it, man. I hate to see guys that talk trash and then they get paid and don't back it up. You know, I hate to see that. And I, I currently he's on that road. They got weapons out there, big yeah. time weapons. And D'Angelo Williams is a baller. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So I mean, so they got three receivers who can kill you, and a running back who can kill you. Um, I hope this D'Angelo Williams thing. I, I we've been talking about it, but it might be time to ease up on his uh, workload, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I think so. <laughs> Man, he only had eight carries. Who D'Angelo? Yeah, he only had eight carries. D'Angelo. But it's just, it's okay. just, it's just watching. I saw, I saw some burst in the past game. He had that one screen. He had a little burst. Um, but. I definitely doesn't see the same D'Angelo Williams as I saw, you know. At the end of Carolina? Yeah. And uh, Thomas Rawls. He's a lot better. 
You said what? Yeah, Seahawks needed this win. This is this is a, a good. This is more about them. the Seahawks than it was about the, uh, the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers, though, in my opinion. And then we go to the game of the the game of the week, where I guess we the most to talk about, I would say, because um, I don't even know what there is to talk about in the Monday night game. But we so not we'll talk go, about the Monday night. Yeah, game? I'm, I'm with you. That's mm-hmm. fine. We can improve that now. Um, <laughs> I think I guess we, th- there's a lot. Well, one, the Patriots just literally lose another member. It's almost like it's written now, like. It's the type of thing in the pregame speech. You just look to the guy to your left, look to your right. That's one of you guys won't be here at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Like, one of you guys will not be here at the end of the game. You know I mean, it's just uh, next man up, man. like, the, the, yeah, until but you get not, to the Gronks you know, it, of the world. That's listen. a little replacing Amendola, Edelman. That's one. The, the Gronks of the world. No, listen. Next man up is just a moniker when you have no guys to step up. Chandler, Chandler's, <laughs> Chandler's a big boy. Chandler's, Chandler's not a bad even taller than uh, all. Yeah. He's, he's taller than yeah. Gronk, no but Gronk he's no Gronkowski. Though. He's not that physical, but he's no. he's pretty good. I mean, nobody was beating down the world to get uh, Scott Chandler when he was out in Buffalo. Um, but I mean, Gronk's is, if outside of – I think Brady and Gronk are the exception to the anybody can go on the Patriots thing, and uh, especially if you're not going to have those other receivers. You start looking, and it's like – so who exactly is Brady going to be thrown to now? Besides the obvious um, of, you know, the difference not having Peyton Manning and having Brock Osweiler, I think the things that that, that, that people don't factor into is how, and we, we talked about it last week, how ha- athletic a quarterback you got to be to continuously push them stre- those stretch plays and all those those dynamic run plays yeah. that, that – that Denver likes to like to that edge. Mm-hmm. And in the first quarter, maybe Peyton Manning can do it when that foot – but once that pain medication wears off – Peyton and, can't do it in the first. Mm-hmm. Well, and, then, and he can't do it in the first. And you can mm-hmm. see Brock can execute. And that stretch puts when a I'm, lot of – When I'm watching that, that's I, I, near the first person I was thinking. I'm watching and I'm thinking, like, not to say that Brock is a world beater, but the, that those little things, like that rollout. Peyton that, Manning doesn't do that, that rollout. That a lot of pressure on the defense, man. When you got a quarterback that's – Running, he's, I mean, he's going a couple yards, you know, mm-hmm. down the field and then handing that ball off and, and stretching the defense out. I mean, it makes a difference, man. Uh, and, and without Peyton being able to do that and that being a, a huge part of QBX's playbook, mm-hmm. I mean, that's – if you are, you know, uh, Buddy Ryan and you're running 46, you're saying, yeah, but we got no linebackers. Well, I can't run 46 enough because right. I don't have six linebackers. Well, now we ha- we we talked about this last week, and so now we we didn't think it was a possibility, but now we have to revisit it because they have beaten um, the Patriots and they are two and zero. What what are we doing now? I'm hot hand. I'm I'm hot hand in the dice game, I mean, baby. What I, what I've what I see from my two eyes, and I I see Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady yeah. situation. And, and not whereas to though when when Drew Bledsoe went down and Tom Brady was the hot hand, and Drew Bledsoe was the highest-paid uh, quarterback in football at the time and the face of the franchise. They said, hey, man, Tom, and Tom Brady wasn't even lighting it up. I went back and looked up Tom Brady's number. He had 18 just touchdowns win, just 12, winning, just 12 winning. interceptions. Just winning. Just, just running the offense, and they had a good running game, a good defense, and it was enough to win. And I look at Osweiler, and I say, I see that. Here's one difference I'd say to that that, 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 that is true, is that there were about four or five throws – and about three to Emmanuel Sanders, and one was to Demarius, where I looked and I said, if Peyton Manning had a hurricane gale force wind at his back, a Nerf K2 football, right, and perfect conditions, he couldn't have got that ball. I there. agree. I he couldn't have got and there, and there were there were only and there, were, it, there weren't seventeen throws. There were about four or five was, throws. And I know one but of them was that one that that that, that Emmanuel were, Sanders across the field. There were four or five, the but yes. there were four or five key throws. Yeah. 
And I think that's the difference is that in, in the Kubiak offense, it's like, dude, we're going to stress the defense so much and we're going to play action and do so much that there's going to be that one throw that's going to be that, that gash play, that 20-yard that or that 25-yard or 17-yard tight window, and you got to be able to push the ball out there. What say you, Slim? In a Kubiak offense, Brock Osweiler can run that better just because of, you know, just like TJ said, the stress plays, the play action. It might even open up the run, you know, a little more because they ran, they ran the ball great. And when you're running the ball, when you got 15 carries, 113 yards from Anderson, Hillman 14 for 60 yards, both of them score, Anderson scored twice, that's going to open up, you know, some of these, some of these receivers. But um, I don't know. I mean, can Kubiak offense win them a Super Bowl? We don't know because Kubiak's not a new coach. You know, Matt Schaub did great for them. He had Arian Foster, and their offense didn't, you know. Yeah, they didn't, that offense didn't, you know, take them too far. But they also didn't have this this level of defense. You, when, when this boy comes back, let's assume they win next week, and, and Brock is going 3-0, including a win against the undefeated Patriots, you just going back to Peyton Manning? I don't know. I mean, when I feel like if Peyton comes back, if he's 100%, I would rather have Peyton there. That's like Peyton what, Manning's everywhere. That's, 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 that's impossible, though, DJ. Let's, let's, okay, we're not speaking in the vacuum. We're speaking up under the understanding that he won't be 100%. He won't be. Well, if he's not, you know, 100 or at least, you know, 80, 85%, then what's, what's even, you know, you think to a, talk about? You think at 85%? You said what's to, talk, so what's to talk about, you mean just go with Brock? Yeah, if Peyton's if Peyton's not healthy, I mean, I don't, he's old. I don't think I mean, like I don't think it's going to be. I mean, he was old last year. He was old the year before that, and he still he still was one of the better quarterbacks in in the NFL. Plantar fascia, rib injury. I don't think in two weeks he's he's walking in there like he just started walking in the front door for training camp. So so I mean, do what would you are you going back to Peyton Manning? And I got to I got to still see what he does because he still we still got a few weeks before we you know can can revisit this. Now you got some tape out on Osweiler. Let's see, you know, how it happens. And he's not asked to do a whole bunch. I mean, he's That's a tall he, kid. He got a strong arm, you know. Slightly move, the, the move rant, a little bit. Yeah, he can move. You know what I mean? The running game's working, and he made some throws. I mean. When, I, when I'm watching him, here's my thing. When I'm watching him, and, and again, I don't, I'm not watching him saying, this guy is great. <laughs> yeah. But I'm watching him saying, Peyton Manning can't do that. Peyton Manning can't do that. You know what I mean? Just, just simple things to run to the quarter, a bootleg. Stuff like that, and you're just like Peyton do you, Manning can't do, you, do that. You don't need your quarterback to do that to win. It's just more options. Brady more doesn't options do to that. Have. No, you're right. But I said it's more options to have. Yeah. And 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 like TJ said, there was passes that I that I agree that that Peyton can't make anymore. That he can't. That he couldn't make. I mean, he yeah, was threw that into the wind. Demarius Thomas had one catch. That wasn't his fault. He had what? I think he had ten targets or eleven targets. Listen, the kid, the kid is able to make. Like I said, the Kubiak offense is much like the Shanahan offense, dude. Is that there's so much play action and so much uh, 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 off, you know, movement of the offensive line and shifting and things of that nature to suck in the linebackers that it creates windows for gash plays. Did anybody else that. notice that C.J. Anderson looked like he was running on a dry track and everybody else was in the snow? Well, that's what happens when you're slow. That's like Keith Byers, baby. Keith Byers was the best yeah. snow runner back yeah, I remember in that. the history of football. Number 41 but, on the Eagles. Yeah, but you put him in grass, it's like, how's he a running back? Then it's snow or rain and he go for 270. He, I mean, he was cutting on and stopping on a dime. And well, he's, not going, he's not going that fast. It was easy to stop. You're not, right. you're not going that fast. But go ahead, Slim. What were you going to say? Nah, I was, I, I was done. Okay. I, on the other side, I, I do think, I mean, the injuries are starting to 
to pile up, though. They have to, man. I mean, come on. They're Brady's, losing, they're losing Brady's linebacker. They're losing both the line. They're just losing every game. They're just losing a player, a player, a player, a player. And before you know it, it's just going to – I mean, guys are going to have to start wearing stickers on the front to say who they are because they don't even know these people are. In colleges. So, MG, what do you do? Do you keep Osweiler? Do you play Peyton if he comes back healthy? Ricky Bobby. I, I, I'm interested to see what happens with these next two games. That's what I said. If he if if they go four and zero, and he doesn't lose, because again, I, I don't think it's I don't, I'm not looking for Allswiler to win the game. And again, I, I, the reason I went back and I read up on it because my memory was pretty, it was spot on to pretty much what I remembered it. I remember the Tom Brady thing. Drew Brees was because I remember I, I was like I know they're going to say it's not the same. Drew Brees was the highest paid quarterback in football. He was the franchise player. He was the number one draft pick. He was the pro bowler. He was an all pro. And Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. He hadn't done anything. He was absolutely nobody. And he said, you know, Belichick said, we're going to go with this guy. And I remember Brady wasn't doing anything. He was just going out there, one touchdown. passes, dips and dunks. Right, and, and just not and letting and, – and I think that Osweiler can do that. So, you know, if, if he keeps if, – if, say, he were to go 4-0 and or even 3-1 and and – I'm not expecting there to be any 400-yard passing days. I think you might just say, "Hey, we're, we're going to go. We're going to go with this." I, mean, I think Osweiler can make the throws. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even think you got to really put him just in them safe positions. He can throw. I, I think because in the NFL, we all know the windows are so small. So you know, it's not like you'd be like, "Oh, we know we throw Peyton Manning out there, and if it doesn't work this year, then we let him go, and then we come back." You're not guaranteed next year. Yeah, yeah. and you got they got a legit shot to win a Super Bowl this year. So then, what happens if? You have a game where you actually need the quarterback to win you the game. Well, it won't be Peyton. That's what damn sure. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Uh, under, like, under if if that situation comes up, you're in the playoffs, and you okay. The defense isn't playing as well as they have been, I, I, and you need the quarterback to go out there. And well, make you're not the going to listen. Win. If their defense is not playing, but who would you hang your hat on though? That's what I'm, I'm asking. I'm saying from what I from what I've from what I've seen this year, I, Peyton Manning's arm strength is uh, looked very bad. So, and um, I mean, it's, and as the winter goes around, and it's harder. I'm about to say, what's what's going to get better there? I mean, I don't see him all of a sudden um, outside Denver, Colorado, uh, January, February, uh, January, whatever, uh, uh, 14 degrees, snow flurries, 15 mile an hour wind, and we got to go against the wind to win the game. And I'm bored. He's been there three years, and he's he's put up almost an DJ, MVP DJ, year DJ. every single year. That's fine. Yeah, but and, and, I, and I've just watched Kobe, right. who he happen. was, and, to, and fall off a cliff. It has to happen. It's happening. It's just, it just, that's just what happens. Don't don't say Kobe didn't have an MVP year last year or the year before. The year, the he, year. If, he's not, if he's not healthy, he's not healthy. We you watched Peyton Manning throw 40 touchdowns last year, 55 the year before. Now we see, him, we see him he's exactly. Hurt. So if he's not injured him, well, what do you expect to see? He was old two years ago. But he's hurt and old. Yeah. I, I, and, he's he's, hurt, and he's hurt on multiple, on multiple fronts. I can see if we said, all right, listen, Peyton's just dealing with a shoulder. Okay. But you're saying, wait a minute, he's dealing with a shoulder, he's a got foot. a rib injury, and he's got a foot. And he's not coming back unless he's not hurt anymore. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying play him hurt. Uh, well, he's not going to come back can, unless can he's you, not hurt. Well, I don't get how can you not be hurt. At forty, how's all of a sudden he's just magically going to heal? These are injuries that guys are out for months with. How is he all of a sudden going to heal in two weeks, three weeks? That's the whole point of resting him now. If he's not going to come back, if he's not going to get healthy, he's not going to play. If he's if he feel like he can play, then he should play. He felt like he, like he could play before then. 
I'm not so sure Peyton Manning can put together hell he tricked, three he tricked games the coach, in a row anymore. Right. He just tricked the coach to play against Kansas City. I mean, you telling me a year a year can make that big of a difference? If you're injured, yeah. If you're injured, absolutely. Because he has less margin for error. So because he has less margin for error, he can he can least afford the, any any faulty parts on that machine. Say the year can make that big of a difference. Brett Favre had an MVP year, literally MVP yeah. year, and then he just garbage year before, after that. Yeah. Brett Favre had bad years before the MVP year. Right, and then he had an MVP I mean, you talk about a guy who has an MVP year every year. And then I, and I, if I had to guess, if I best right now, I'd imagine that Brett Favre could throw a football further and stronger than Peyton Manning right now. I understand that. But still we talk about a guy who's an MVP candidate every year. Yeah. And not it happens. Dude. I, it, the, the day I, I don't – I think we forget. You act like you're not seeing – like this isn't our opinion. This is – I mean, you've seen what you're saying to us. Yeah, I've seen him game. out there playing bad. Yeah. And, and then, then we learned that – He's not healthy. But, you know, I think we forget, dude. I think we forget how drastic the drop-offs are when the great ones go. I, th- I just think we forget that. I re- I, it's, it's because we only like to remember the good times. But we, we, we drastically undermine and, and, and devalue how sharp the decline is when the great ones lose it. Like, I remember, and I can go back to remember when Dominique Wilkins – was Dominique, and then looking up at him, the year that one year after he was with the Clippers, and that next year was like, oh my God, what happened to Dominique Wilkins? He's on the Celtics. Like, what happened to Dominique Wilkins? He was just scoring twenty some points a game with the Clippers. What happened to Dominique Wilkins? Where did he go? Somebody go find Dominique. We forget that. I mean, that's just I. I could be wrong, but I. I that's how I feel. Like we never that 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 window is so sharp and that fall is so quick. But we always think about the good times that it's we don't we don't we don't draw the parallelism to it. But that's just how sharp this is how sharp the drop off is going to be for Peyton. Well, TJ, if you use the example of a guy who who game is predicated on athleticism, then then a guy whose game John Unitas. Okay. I mean, there there are a ton of guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Bledsoe, hell, Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe was just MG just said he was just in the next year went to Dallas. You're like, wait a minute, how the hell is he the highest paid quarterback in the league? Right. All right, well, let's get into these uh, games. You got them up this one? So- sorry, Baltimore Ravens. You guys in Matt Schaub did not get any love. But I just want to say I want to thank you, Buck Allen. I want to thank you, Matt Schaub. I want to thank you, Kamir Aiken, for bringing me home the Bucks on all three of my fantasy lineups on FanDuel. I took you guys on the flyer, and I truly appreciate you. Shout out to FanDuel. Who does FanDuel overdrive? Why do you do FanDuel? Because I don't like that dumb. Like I don't like that dumb wild card play. I don't like. See, I don't like the wild fact card play. What are you about? that you could just pick this this flex player that he could be anybody. I don't like that anybody. <laughs> what? <play a> pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. They said the wild card flex spot. Yeah, I don't like that. What? That's I don't. But I, you're more in favor of a kicker. Yeah, I want. I want you to have to pick positions. Like I don't like the fact that you get like this one Uno wild card. Like you get the same advantage. Yeah. I don't like it. I just don't like but it. But the thing is. No, what's a wild card is a kicker. You can't even no, control what the guy does. No, I just don't. I do not like that draw four that you guys have at fan and uh, at DraftKings. <laughs> I've never heard. That I don't before. like the draw. That's four. crazy. The flex. It's a draw four community. You like it's like yo, uh, yeah. I want another. I want another receiver. Uh, give me, yo, give me, give me. I don't like that. It could be a tight end. Yeah, it could be tight end. Like I don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Is it gonna be a running back? Give me two running backs or three running backs. I will have me ever. I like the structure. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. What you about? To, go ahead, Slim. Packers at Lions. Uh, I think the Lions are in for something, for something sweet, <laughs> for a sweet treat after losing know. that game. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not so sure. Right. Lions have been looking good, and Packers have been looking bad. Yeah. It's at Detroit? At Detroit. Give me the Lions. 
I'll take the Packers. You took the Lions, MG? Yeah. This is how Slim fell off. He's feeling that heat. That's, that Houston, that's that, that first place to get that, you. That, that first place to have you say all kinds of things. That, that Houston car's in his rearview mirror. <laughs> feeling the heat. <laughs> feeling the heat. Did you pick? I do. Don't. MG's doing something rogue right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just letting you know that off the break. He's going off the beaten path, and this <laughs> is this this should be sinking. You hear me? The Jets at the Giants. Hmm. I'm going to take the Jets. Interesting. Hmm. I, I think I saw enough. I'm not even going to tell you my reasons because this is going to sway, guys. I'm taking the Jets. Giants for me. Coin flip. And you can't even – there's no home field advantage, so you can't even say that. Uh, Jets. I just have to believe the Jets are a better team. That is a coin flip. What did you say? You said the Jets? Mm-hmm. That's a coin flip. How do you feel about that, Slim? Coin flip? No. Even if the Giants weren't your team, you would, you would. I mean, I think there is a home field advantage because the they Giants. Don't, they don't play the, Giants the same field anymore. The Giants, they do. Yeah, but they're Giants fans, and it's still, like it's still, it's still a big difference. Yeah, tickets. it's still different. It's still, still different. I mean, but, I, I don't, um, I don't know. I mean, I never really pay attention to how the crowd. You know, is it a fifty-fifty split in the crowd? Or is it like not nah, like if you're if you're if when they say it's a home game, if you're a Giants home season ticket holder, you, it's you get the, the it's your yeah. tickets, right? Right. So. I was just wondering, like, it, you know, is there a lot of Jet fans, Gi- or is it, like, pro-Giants? I just feel like we've been, we've, I think we've been playing, you know, pretty decent. I mean, all year, really. So I don't think yeah, I think so, yeah. too. I think we can do more offensively than they can. I mean, I think Dak and Brandon Marshall's been doing, you know, been playing well. Yeah, yeah. if that kid Joseph, if that kid Joseph Randall drops one more pass, DJ, uh, you're going to have to fly to New York yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben Randy. Ruben Randy. I said Joseph. He caught a touchdown. He also dropped. Go ahead. What you got next? Cardinals at Rams. Is Nick Foles still the quarterback? Great. Cardinals. Falcons at Buccaneers. Ah, I can't. I can't do it. I gotta go to Bucks. I can't do. I won't do it. I promise myself never again. I I told you. I'm just not. I'm just. They're just not getting me again. I'm I'm going with the Bucks. I don't feel good about it because I do think the Falcons are a better team. But the, I'm tired of the Falcons. I'm tired. Falcons of can't stop the run, dude. If a- Adrian Peterson. Uh, why am I giving you my tidbits? I'll go Bucks. I mean, I, no, no. I'll go Falcons. Okay. I mean, I'll go Falcons. Go Falcons? I'll go there Falcons. Go. Who'd you say? Who'd you say? To you? I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah, I go. I'll go with the Bucks. We're in Tampa. Yeah. Well, we actually play worse. But go ahead. That's a good one. The Seahawks at Vikings. Mm, tough one. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, the, <laughs> the only thing is, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater can make enough plays against that secondary with. With those receivers, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. What's the um, what's the what's the Seahawks record on the road this year, Slim? You got that right there? Nah, I don't. I just, mm-hmm. It doesn't say right there. Nope. No. You got a one for that. <laughs> I guess we don't know that. Guess we don't. Guess we won't know that. We definitely won't know this one until next week. I I I'll go with Minnesota, and I don't feel good about that. No, you know what? I, he, that's a tough one. I'm I thinking, go with Minnesota. I'm t- I don't think Teddy Bridgewater can make enough plays. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Seahawks. I mean, that's not. A, I mean, Vikings games gonna, this week. Right Vikings can right? afford to lose this one. Yeah, you said the Vikings can can afford they to lose, can. right? Yeah. You already said it. I, I go with the Vikings. Don't tell me I can change whatever I want. That's right. <laughs> no, I want you to jump in this co- on that. Get out of my house, yo. I want, I want you to jump in that DJ cockpit and fly that fly that American well, I plane. Don't, I don't. Do, is, did everybody say the um? I said the Seahawks. Yeah, I'll take the Falcons. I mean the uh, Vikings. I don't feel good about it though. 49ers at Bears. Mm. I'll go with the Bears. Give me the Bears. Yeah, give me the Bears. <laughs> Jaguars at Titans. Who? 
This is a rematch. They put that on Monday night. Yeah. Another great game. Oh, rematch or rematch. Last time the Jags pulled out the last second win. They didn't just play like two weeks ago? Yeah, they played in, in London. And remember, the Jaguars won at the end. So I'll take the Titans at uh, on the on the uh, rubber match at home. Titans at home. Mm-hmm. I'll take the Titans. I thought they just played on Thursday night. No, they played they played uh, they played Monday morning in London and they wore those uniforms. Those all like yellow uniforms versus the really? old and the Smurfs. The Titans look like I go, the Smurfs. I go with the Jags. Who did you say? I took the Titans at home. I mean they they you know, they split at home. Yeah. I go with the Jags. Yeah, I mean I just feel like Jags got a few more weapons. Right. I'll I'll go to Jags. I'm taking the Jags. Be <laughs> <laughs> out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was talking crazy. All right, so what? For one second, I was in MG's plane, and I got out. All right, for one second. The Texans at the Bills. Texans. Texans. Bills. Um, Ravens at Dolphins. Oh God, talk about outhouse to the end. outhouse. Dolphins for me. Dolph. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt Schaub's the quarterback. I'm gonna Dolphins. take the Dolphins. Um, Bengals at Browns. Yeah, what are we talking about here? Bengals. That might be the first game that I feel good about. <laughs> <laughs> like all those games so far, like whether it's two good teams yeah. as a toss up, right. two bad teams right. as a toss up. Don't worry, MG, these next two fraud teams. Listen, these next these next four are gonna be real easy. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs at Raiders. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs. Chiefs. Broncos at Chargers. I'll take the Broncos. Take the Broncos. Broncos. Eagles at Patriots. I'll take the Patriots. Definitely take the Patriots. Patriots. Panthers at Saints. Give me Cam. I'll take take Carolina on that one. Colts at Pittsburgh. Can I can I I hold out till we find out what Ben's status is? Okay, mark me down. If Ben's if Ben's on the docket, give me the Steelers. If Ben's not on the docket, give me the Colts. Yeah, I'll take I'll take I'll take the Steelers. Yeah, I'll take the Steelers also. Then Monday night Cowboys at Redskins. All right, Redskins. I'm, I'm, I think it's right back to where we were before. I think the Cowboys again won't win a game without do, do Romo. Again. Do it again like you did the other time you trusted the Cowboys. Redskins, no. They play good at home. Yeah, especially if they have a bad opponent. You know, you know what A1's thinking? God, they all picked the Skins. We're going to lose now. <laughs> I, just, I just saw him shake his head. He's like, damn it. They picked all those pictures. He's superstitious. <laughs> yeah. I'll take, I'll take that. I'm I mean, excuse me, I'll take the Redskins. Oh, look, he's going to give you a glimmer of No, 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 I'll take I'll definitely take the Redskins. I, I, like I said before, I don't think they was going to win a game when Romo was out. I don't think they're going to win one for the mouth this time. All right, that is this week's show. TJ, what you got tonight? Um, UNC from Maryland. Big, big UNC Maryland game. Who you going with? I'm, what do you mean? I'm Tar Heel born, Tar Heel bred. Baby, when I die, I'll be Tar Heel dead. What are you about to ask anyone? Oh, okay. what do you got? I'm going with my turf. You feel good? No, I don't. I'm going to let you know. Those no, young those young bigs, Diamond Stone and them, get ready. Yeah. Get ready. Big Boy Basketball is coming to a theater near you. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Make sure happy holidays, and we'll see you next week. Later. All right.